Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. <laughs> See, just like nothing has happened. Oh, nothing happened. This is all. a start here. <laughs> What's up, everybody? You all good? Welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PercysGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, also from PercysGrowRoom.com. What are you saying, TJ? You good? Yeah, no, I'm all good. It's really warm out, and I'm slightly disappointed I'm not okay. It's very nice to be here with you all, so... What, yeah, why is slightly warm for you? I think it's like 22. It's it's a beautiful no day. There's like no wind and it's just a senzo, but it's not too hot that you have to like, you know, take your freaking clothes off and shit. Uh-huh. Take so me, send me some of that, man. I like those temperatures. Yeah, yeah, it's it's perfect out right now. So I just Sweet. moved all my outdoor plants out there. So they're just loving it. Man. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, what were you saying? Is the end? You there? You good? You got your I'm coffee? Good. Yes, I'm here. I haven't got my coffee yet because I came back to make sure I wasn't late for the opening. And oh, I left wow. my, my shit boiling How, how again. courtesy of you. This is me. This is the kind of person I am. That's very nice. I know. So as soon as I've said hello, everybody, uh, and welcome to the show, this is uh, um, Zombie Nation? Yes. Zombie yeah, Nation. That's right. In the middle of the UK, soil grower, coffee time. See us in a bit. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> what hey. are you saying, GB? You've got a new background yes, there. I do. It's very fancy. Oh. Yeah, I've got to say, though, mate, them glasses are shit. They do. Well, there's nothing <laughs> I can do about it, really. I can, I can, I can move Start over and we can go a bit man. orange, but meh. No, yeah. it's just, I think you just, uh, if you scribbled a black background on and then merged it, it would look sweet. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I'll let I'll you, I'll let you, you do that show. for me. Yeah, um, yeah you just might. get rid of the black out of, of the white yeah, out of the glasses. Yeah. I'll let you That's right. that. But what are you saying there, Monkey? Are you good? Oh yeah, GB. I did, did not you even say, say who hello. You are, hello, shit? people. It is GB. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and so, um, Coco Grower, as usual, you will find me on Percy's Grow Room in or on Instagram. Right. So, uh, is and then it's Monkey. Yeah, that's me, Monkey, down here in the southeast US. So, Coco Grower, uh, just hanging out and trying to get things done over here at Percy's. Hope everybody's having a good day today, because been a great day here. Sweet. It's not been a bad day here in the UK. The decent weather. I don't think we had much rain and shit. I went out and checked on some of my little gorilla babies out there, man. And some of them are looking good, you know. All right. I'm surprised that they've lived this long. Huh. But some of them are looking very nice. A U-E, not an O-R, right? <laughs> yeah, I do, uh, yeah. I used to you get that act- confused. It's gorilla, not gorilla. Yeah, yeah. You're not raising fucking apes, you know. <laughs> Growing an ape. Well, maybe. In the I don't woods. know. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that too. I don't, I don't know, man. They're aggressive animals. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's not let's not go on this tangent just yet. Let's move on, right? So we're uh, going to yeah. cover the cannabis news as we do the news and events this week. We've got a, a good few news articles today. Uh, the Grow Diary. We're going to be studying, well, studying, looking at, going over, whatever you like. Uh, Stutty's Grow Diary this weekend. It's his first grow, and he's documented the whole thing, and it's gone to harvest and finished. So we want to have a, a nice look at that. So anybody out there who's new to growing and is uh, maybe intimidated by it, can see this diary and see a brand new grower achieve nice plants, good yield, get all the way to harvest and be fucking real happy about it. Yeah. So that that could also be you, you know? <laughs> it will be you if you join Percy's. Well, he just like, I really like this diary personally because he used kind of like, it seems like what he kind of had around, right? Which I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of DIY, like not yes, buying man. a bunch of new shit. So 
it just shows what you can really do when you put your mind to it and then you have a little bit of uh, ingenuity mm, which all yeah. owners do of course real good diary so and of course you can head over to bursusgrowroom.com and check that out for yourself it's in the completed diary section uh for the grow guides we're going to discuss how to buffer cocoa for growing cannabis so you know some types of cocoa would need to be treated before you use it for growing you know, to make sure you don't leach out cow mac and things like this it's a bit complex but we'll go through it in grow guides and break it down make it nice and easy so you understand so if you're a cocoa grower then you can recycle your cocoa or you can buy the cheap nasty shit and just fix it up yourself Hey, talking oh, about cocoa like that? Oh, well, just get canna in my opinion. <laughs> just buy canna, it's all done. But if you got if, if canna isn't available to you, you know, because it's shipping costs of moving a bag of cocoa is ridiculous, isn't it? And if you just get it in a compressed light brick like that and treat it afterwards, that's the it's a good way to go. Well, uh, I use best for you. But, but uh, I have to buffer mine. That's all. Mm-hmm. So and, uh, we'll cover it later. Indeed. And then the interview this week, you, you, I've said last week that I'm editing up the Breeder Steve interview, and that's just about done now. I've got about 40 minutes left to edit on the end. It's going to be about three hours long, man. It's a long one. So in the in the previous yeah. episode, which we had with Breeder Steve, uh, we had like 30, 40 minutes in that, and then we haven't heard anything about him for a while. So I thought I'd get a snip, a nice 20 minute snip of the, the long ass interview, which is going to go out this week. And it's you know, like a little spoiler. Part and two. uh okay. yeah so the part interview two. is going to go out on wednesday yeah this is part two and then the full set the full one is going to be about three hours long and sure. it'll be it'll, i want it to go out after tuesday because i want this download to go out first and then everybody knows for wednesday there's going to be another episode tomorrow so download the breeder steve interview tomorrow it's going to be epic good fucking good epic interview as well listening to it all is real all the way through man it's yeah. just good shit loads of good info funny stories yeah, he's been there right he's he's one of those mm-hmm. guys that's been around and knows like everything yeah, <laughs> he's, a lot, he's, he's done a lot of, uh, lot of amazing things in cannabis world man yeah, for man. Sure, yeah. real good interview and i don't know if, and everybody's been asking for this one it's like out of all the interviews we've done which one do you want oh breed a steve please breed a steve everybody wants this one. Interview. So, it's coming you will have it soon on wednesday it will be there for you to download for everybody as well not just patrons or anything just go go and download it from whichever network you used Whoa, look, Michelle Crossman. Hi, gents. I'm Twisted's wife. Oh, hello, yep. Miss Twisted. Thanks for joining right. us. Nice to meet you. Mrs. Twisted is in. Or is that just Twisted using his wife's account? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's kind of scary. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. It's good to see you in the chat. Thank you. Awesome, man. Twisted just gets treated like shit, so he has to come in and his wife, so yeah. they treat him nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, um, no, awesome. Yes. <laughs> then, of course, we have the after party where we'll talk about stuff we don't know yet, but um, offer suggestions in the chat. You know, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, just whatever falls into the conversation. Nice. Don't forget <laughs> to drop your name in the chat and we'll give you a shout out as the show goes on. But I think for now, we're good to move on to the, the cannabis news. We're good, lads. We're going to do it. Let's do it. Time to light up your cannabis cigarette, everybody. Mm. Hit that shit. Now, I'll, I'll tell you something that this is totally out of character for Monkey. This mm. I haven't even started smoking yet. <gasps> what? All day, man. I, I'm, I'm, I, I've got some out. catching up to do. Uh, Monkey. It's like three, four o'clock. Obviously, so been busy. I've <laughs> uh, been, been busy, been working, actually. Well. So, yeah. So we should end the show, man. It's like the sacrilege. You can't be high on homegrown. I'm high on homegrown. Do you reckon we should him? 
Give me 10 minutes. minutes. That's okay. We'll suspend him for 10 minutes and he catches up. (laughs) Take my news last. I'll be fine. I was just going to say, give him a yellow card. He's sending him to the the sin bin for 10 minutes. That tolerance break, you know, you got to take it slow now. You might just get fucking ripped. (laughs) Six hours, seven hours, that's probably a long time. So what are we saying about this week's news? I mean, what's going on around the world? You want to go first, Monkey? You want to hit that first? Uh, well, sure. Even though I'm not stoned yet, I'll do it. Oh, um, yeah. We'll move on to God, TG. All good. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. Monkey doesn't listen to you. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I've, I've reported on this a little bit uh, a few months back, but uh, it, it appears right now, according to uh, the U.S. News, that the House is getting ready to reintroduce a bill to decriminalize cannabis and create a social equity program in the United States. And the whole intention of this is supposed to be uh, a bill that would repair most of the harms done by the drugs prohibition. This is not a new piece of legislation. This is a recycling of what's called the MORE Act, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungent Act. Um, it was passed by the House of Representatives last year, but it died when it was passed over to the Senate because the Senate Majority Leader, who is Republican Mitch McConnell, would not have it on the floor. So they're going to reintroduce the MORE Act, and it's going to be rammed through the House of Representatives, and then it's going to be pushed into the, into the Senate in hopes that Schumer can get this thing past the Senate. But now, wait a minute, guys, there's one more part of this. In order for this to pass without the signature of a president, it needs two-thirds of every senator and every representative to say, we want this, or mm. else Biden can, can decide to not sign the bill. Biden, Biden would sign it, right? Uh, he doesn't want to be known mm. as the president who legalized marijuana. He he's kind of going with that Grandpa Joe thing right now. Yeah, yeah. fucking. Well, he's already fucking living <laughs> with that Grandpa Joe fucking thing going on right now, isn't he? I don't know, God but I mean, damn, at least the U.S. is sitting there trying to do this. But I, honestly, I'm a little bit concerned here because they, they. I don't know if they have the votes. The the Democrats and Republicans are so bitter enemies after the last administration that it would be hard to see a bipartisan. Uh, act come through here and, and everybody take this. So what I'm thinking, and this is just monkey speculation, what, what could happen here is we could pass the Moore Act, it could go to Senate, they could pass it through the Senate and it goes to Biden and it sits on his desk till it dies and does nothing yeah. else. Until what dies? The, the bill. bill. Yeah, oh, right, once, right, right. once the bill is signed and passed to the president, <laughs> there's a, a certain number of days that it has to be signed in. And if he decides not to sign it, it's the same as him vetoing yeah. the bill and sending it back. That's One of the most man. famous memes is Biden forgetting shit on the yeah. Twitter right now. Yeah. So like, now that's not, not s- a good sign. And I'm not <laughs> saying he's going to do this, but he, right now he is he's he has come on record saying he is not in favor of decriminalization. No, yeah, he doesn't want to legalize. He says who cares what he fucking thinks, man. Medical, but he doesn't want. Uh, he yeah. doesn't want to turn it loose. This is this is what pisses me off about these people in office, man. I don't give a fuck what you think, mate. You see them people out there voted yeah. for you. Listen to exactly. what they're saying and do what they fucking tell you to do. I don't care if you smoke weed or give a shit. Ass, wasn't, it, wasn't this the bloke that was kind of like all for cannabis before he was elected? Mm-hmm. No, well, sort of, kind of, yes. But he, uh, it was, it was really more the vice president, uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah. She is in favor of legalization. She doesn't want just decriminalization. She wants full legalization. She's from California. And as Dr. Bonnie reminded us, she understands the score. Unfortunately, it seems like Biden seems to be a bit out of touch with this one. And he doesn't want to mm. doesn't want to get there. I'm hoping that Schumer and the likes of the rest of the senators can actually approach him and make him understand that this is actually what's best, for not only in America, but the world. Kick him a lot in the of people nuts. being harmed right now by the drug policies. That's what I was going to say, you know, early when you first, uh, one of the first things you said was, 
because Bill is introduced to, and I don't know if this is actually what they said, but to repair most of the harms of prohibition, like this thing better be like a quadrillion fucking dollars because, you know, like the whole world has been fucked by prohibition and mm-hmm. mostly because of the United States and their fucking heavy hand. You know? So I don't know. That's a bold statement, but. Yeah, the, the quote from the, uh, the Drug Policy Alliance Office of National Affairs Director is this whole the whole intention and vision behind this bill is that it would repair past harms of drug prohibition. That's a direct yeah. quote. So it's like yeah, yeah. You said, if, if that's going to happen, Biden really should just go ahead and bite the bullet, get this thing done. And, let's I, move on, and I, I believe he thinks that, but maybe his definition of the reparations are a little less anyways is neither here nor there the point is is yeah you're probably right that biden is gonna be like <laughs> well you know it, it, if he gets that bill and he ignores it or says no to it then he's a fucking knob all right well, he's a fucking knob we know if, if he decides to run for re-election it could definitely put the nail in his coffin because it, right he's now he'd be fucking 84 years old if he runs for well, re-election right just the, the whole american public is over 60 percent, somewhere 63 64 percent in favor of legalization now of everything yeah. and so Each i mean with those kind of numbers if he right. vetoes this bill it could be the death death blow for him mm-hmm. do you think do you think it would go as far as every single state legalizing and but federally still being illegal would that I happen he, i out. think he would because at that, that point be it, well he doesn't want to be like i said this is and i've read i've read several things about this in the interviews and everything else he just does not want to be the one in history that turned this loose if it goes bad he's still he's wow. still convinced it's going to go bad if it goes bad come on he, he still thinks it's going to go bad. I mean, we have the, that's well, the statements that keep coming from the White House is we need to study. We're having people all over the streets. You know, you, you, you know the, the thing. <laughs> he is of the generation. Yes, in he fairness, is. You know, reefer madness, man. It is the reefer yeah. madness generation. We know it's not right. We know what reefer madness stand, stood for. We know yeah. he doesn't stand for that. But right. Well, it's just, it's yeah. his generation. Oh, it's the older man. people are yeah, just not, yeah. some of them are, some of them aren't. We have to just, we, we would rather they got on with the times quicker, yeah. but we know well, they're like I, so uh, many other things. I bring my report here and I'm going to ask everybody, audience, panel, everybody, pray that I'm wrong, that Biden will sign this thing. You know, we will, oh, yeah. we will, we all want this to be. Everybody put the good karma on it. We're going to get this happening. Knocking on wood. Yep. So TG, right. what, what's going on in your part of the world? Yeah, up here in Canada, that's not a Canadian accent. Uh, (laughs) Just speak, Um, man. Just speak normal. Yeah, Yeah, true. (laughs) More Canadians are turning to cannabis to help deal with pandemic pressures, eh? Yeah. Um, So that's that's the uh, headline. I actually saw this on our national news on CBC, the national the other night. And uh, by the end of the story, I, I ended up yelling at the TV, but I'll get into that. Yeah, it was for, for the most part, it was a, it was an okay story. Like the, this, this uh, written version is actually a bit lesser in the attacking of the THC, which was heavy in the, in the actual TV version of this. But basically it talks about Canadians are using more cannabis and specifically CBD. It goes into here. They don't talk too much about THC. Um, but cannabis and CBD to treat things like anxiety and boredom and loneliness and these things. So apparently 20% of Canadians now report using cannabis up from 14 from 
before the pandemic started. You which, know, if uh, CBD is fixing your boredom, definitely try THC, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to yeah. go crazy, try both together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the reason I was yelling was like, you know, for the most part, it was good because it's it's breaking the stigma. It, the people they interviewed were fairly like, you know, average Canadians, if you will, type of thing that um, have never used cannabis and now are finding relief from said cannabis. Um, but one of the ladies that they, they interviewed at the end was uh, this um, doctor from the center, Toronto Center for Addiction and Mental Health named Dr. Leslie Buckley. And she went on about THC being um, associated with reward pathways. And basically you use it, um, you're going to be addicted to it. And therefore you're not going to be able to be able to do anything without using cannabis and et cetera. You know, the, the kind of reefer madness that comes from an addiction specialist and, mm -hmm. you know, like, basically why shouldn't we want to like if it makes you feel better um it, it's a it's a good thing you know there's there's very little uh, associated harms compared with other substances you know like alcohol um, that people generally and traditionally use to make themselves quote feel better um that really have no medicinal value where thc you know has been or not just thc but cannabis in general has been proven for many many medicinally like specific medicinal uses as well as just you know stress alleviation so it kind of made me a little irritated well, more than a little irritated that they just got into this essentially reefer madness shit at the end but the point of the story is that more canadians again are using cannabis um 20 and there's 30, 37 million canadians so i don't know what that is but that's a lot of canadians mm. uh, and that's only statistics canada like you know half how many people are not going to either be interviewed by this or not answer the interview you know, mm -hmm. truthfully because of said stigma? People just don't want to be involved in anything because of the stigma. Yeah, but it's good. I mean, they, they talk to a dispensary owner who says there's tons of new, like, first-time users coming in. And, you know, one of the quotes is, you know, you can't drink beer all the time, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> um, cannabis is a much better alternative. And, Indeed, uh, man. 100%. Yeah. That's a I good point there, isn't it? Yeah. Experience. Can't drink beer all the time. It's like people might consider that and like maybe one weekend they'll go out drinking and the next weekend go out smoking and that's drinking reduced by 50% then. It is, and yeah. That's fucking major. Yeah. That'll be and a good thing to see. see. They will see that they don't have a shitty hangover for it's a true. whole weekend and, get and, and a halfway <laughs> through into the week. Yeah, you wake up at normal <laughs> times on a Saturday morning. Uh, it'll yeah. be th three weeks on the weed and then just one week on the alcohol, you know, then it'll be just once a year on the alcohol. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's how I went. Like, I'm after having two bottles today. I was half fucking jarred when I was talking to the boys here. I've sobered yeah. up a little bit now. Yeah, just, uh, it just don't suit me too well. What other news do we have then? Oh, well, I've got some news. You good? Okay. Yeah, um, we've got a bit of positive news. Seems as it wasn't a cannabis <laughs> farm for a change. But yeah, West Midlands Police, they found an illegal Bitcoin station. Um, um, yeah, a Bitcoin factory thing going on. In, um, yeah, an illegal one. It Is was illegal and illegal Bitcoin. Well, the fact that they had bypass power and they were they stealing, were stealing, stealing right. power to mine they were Bitcoin. stealing power okay. to mine Bitcoin, oh, and yeah. they had a serious setup. They had um the West Midlands. They thought obviously because Ooh. they seen there was a lot of heat and there was a lot of movement and everything going in and out of this unit. They were like, 
that's a ganji farm. Yeah. When they turned up and it wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I would have loved to be there to go. on that year's fucking Nobody has been arrested as of yet. Because, no, um, yeah, there was nobody there. So they, they are making inquiries. Right. At the end know. of the day, they've got to prove who bypassed the electricity. They can't so get other... like, oh, we'll do you. Exactly, mm-hmm. man. Because there's no drugs involved, they don't give a fuck about just stealing power. Like no. fucking let the electricity deal with that shit. Yeah. We want some drugs to take pictures of, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the yeah. only Big reason. up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, and I would say the only reason why it got flagged is because they were there, had somebody go because they've often do that where they have reporters where they bring them along to do a, a big bust or a thing like that, and that's they got caught out. Big style. You can see that they got cut out because they would not have fucking shared the likes of that. They don't care about those types nah. of crimes. You know, they only want the ones like really? CN said with show me the big fucking the big stacks of plants and the big and the sophisticated grow. Okay. Even yeah, the little ones, fuck, they'll take mm-hmm. take a picture of two joints and a fucking one gram narb in a bag and say we fucking did a good job. Yeah, they do that all the time <laughs> yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, one million yen. Yeah. Of cannabis. Yeah. No, apparently it's not yeah. the power that matters. Yeah, it's the... And then I have I have yeah. one other quick little bit of news that I just came across. For such a wee, wee little country as Ireland with, what, less than 5 million people on it, how the fuck can we have, like, 6 million euros worth of cannabis be seized in a... F- within the space of like two and a half weeks. Because they overvalue the fuck out of it, mate. Yeah, because your ounces are a thousand fucking dollars. I'm always trying to figure out how much each person has there, you know? Yeah, they're not they're not going too far out the reins of what they used to. Like I would have said years ago, yeah, they put like three, four times the price. They say a gram is worth 25 quid. That's what they, it is between 23 and 25 euros is what the copper is roughly. Three grand a plant then. But really, yeah, fucking, that's that's roughly that like what they do. Say, get out around. Yeah. my god, really. No, I mean, it's I expensive here, but that's not you that will, expensive. You will pay 20 quid a gram or 25 quid a gram, depending who you're talking to over here. Some so, what's the, what, so what's the story the, here? Yeah, <laughs> the, the news was all of this weed, and can they not see that weed is in big demand and that they could do so much better? Than what mm. the fucking drug dealers could do. They could it. make all that money and, and stop spending. They could make it. all that money. They no. see it, mate, but they've, they've got lobbyists in the fucking. They the look like assholes too, and they can't do that. They got like nah. reputation. ZN, so, so you've also got two pieces of boots, right? Yeah. I, the, the first one's a bit of a strange one, as it goes, because it's only tiny and it's about a commercial fucking uh, grow in Hales Owen in the UK. Another West Midlands story. Another West Midlands story. Yeah. West Midlands police managed to get their shit together and find an actual cannabis grow this time. Um, well, <laughs> making up for that. Actually, no, 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 no. Oh, wait a minute. How big was this grow? This was a big one. Okay. I'll read you the story. Police have raided a cannabis factory in Hales Owen after receiving a tip off from the public. <gasps> no, they smelt it. They didn't find it. They were led to it. Oh um, no, bastard! Yeah. Um, it's a big one, and I'm looking at the pictures, and there's I can see two big like uh, uh, carbon filters in it, and the buds were sort of like 
in their last stages as well. Mm-hmm. So it, I'll, I'm betting that the guys are good, but there's there's nothing going on. There's, there's they don't say how many plants. They don't say like what was taken. They just say a number of plants have been seized with the hashtag. You say we act. Oh my god! Yeah, and this is this is uh, an important thing. You know, this was recognised by somebody because of the smell. It's mm. an important fucking thing. Like, keep under this big operation, it's going to be difficult to cover the the smell of somebody that size. But even yeah. in your own tents at home, it man, is, it's important yeah. to cover the smell. That's what's going to give you away. It yeah, is what, it thing. is the, the one of the main rules: no SST, mm. no yeah. sell, no smell, and no tell. Yeah, it's very true. Mm. It's the only way you stay. And then, we have we have a a, a, a a different bit of news to go. This one comes from Spain, and apologies to uh, the persons or per- people concerned um, if I if I pronounce your name wrong. Uh, Aritza Alinda has more than twenty granular cell myoblastomas, a type Damn. of benign, yeah, a type of benign tumor for which she has been considered to have permanent incapacity for work. Some years ago, she decided to go live in a small country, uh, a small country house in Pasiego Valley in the northern region of Cantabria, where she dedicated herself to growing marijuana plants that she uses to make herbal tinctures. So she applies these tinctures to all the tumours and uh, it's, it's basically her medicine. Um, a, total, <laughs> a total of 1,116 cannabis plants Lord. to produce... One and a half liters of tincture. Yes. One and a half liters of tincture. On September 25th, 2019, a special Guardia civil police unit raided her home, searching, requisitioning, and destroying her crop. She was accused of a crime against public health, and the prosecutor demanded a sentence of up to two years' imprisonment and a fine of 6,000 euros. What a load of cunts. What a load of bollocks. Question. She had a good legal defence, and her legal defence explained the situation and the fact that she's a medicinal patient and she's using this for tinctures and, and the judge, although it was a year and a half later, acquitted her. Awesome. Now, so, on, on that thing there, uh, was she, they said it was a, a crime against public health. Was she yes. furnishing this stuff to anyone else besides herself? No. This well, was that, proven that's wrong. in court. That's just completely wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, so when she'd been acquitted there, she doesn't have to pay the fine. She doesn't have to st- what's, no. what's for school. But the problem was, I mean, considering it was a year and a half later, she's had to actually go out and buy her medicinal stuff then. So she, she was forced to, like, uh, not eat, not pay her rent. Oh, fuck's sake, man, yeah. And this is all because of some stupid ass law, even though Spain are going like legitimate with it. Right. And they knew at the time, 2019, that this thing was coming. It was rolling, rolling, rolling. But they still decided to like arrest and charge her. Yeah. Only to think a year and a half later, oh, no, look, we're going legal now. So we'll just knock that one on the edge. Yeah. Wow, man. I like the way they always throw that public health thing on the side of it. You're making oh, your own medicine. I'm sorry. It, it, it's going back to your, your, um, your uh, smoke this and you'll turn into a bat shit, isn't it? Yep. They've got to put out something. I mean, it, it's like we, we, we say think of the kids, but they always, 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 it's either children or a public health issue or um, uh, an organized crime gang. 
Mm -hmm. They're the three things that they put down to cannabis every single sodding time. And race. And it's getting ridiculous. Unfortunately, race, they throw that one at them too a lot, you know, minorities and everything. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. At least this chick managed to get off, man. At least, you, you know, and that's a lot of plants as well. That's over yes. a thousand plants. That's a lot of plants. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there, there, you... there's, there's a, a legal precedence already for future people having having this situation. I mean, Trevor mm-hmm. might even get away with it. She um had to have help taking care of that, though. A thousand plants. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of plants, man. Yeah. She's not doing that on her own, I don't think. I oh, couldn't. Cool. cool news, man. There's good news this week. So, uh, we've got some forum news as well. I've gone and sorted out the bling cabinet, so there's some fresh stuff for everybody to look at. So uh, the rock papers, GB. I can't oh, even uh, say this fucking thing. Spock. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, the rock papers scissors uh, lizard Spock is going to be taking place. Some yeah. of TG's beans before well, we then. I mean, we'll do some beans. Percy beans, some Ali Bongo stuff. There'll, there'll be loads of yeah. no, no, you know we'll, how we'll get some stuff together. We will yeah. have it. We will have a fucking epic little um, prize to put together. So yeah, yeah no. I'm trying I'll to get a map going. going so I can like keep track of where my seats go in the world. So it's always yeah. cool. Man. Nice. Get them out there. Cool. So get over to Percy's and yeah. get on the thread. Make sure you enter. Right. Make sure and because everybody. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, TJ. Um, I. We need to have how many was it? I think we need to have a minimum of twenty. It was twenty something people. Twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty-four could have been, yeah. Yeah, probably. So we have to um we don't have near that yet. So um don't forget people, get over and yeah. sign up. Can mods enter? I might even enter. Be fine. I haven't entered shit in a long we time. We can all we can all enter because yeah. Yeah, I'll this fucking way... waste anybody. I'm really good at this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way I you was are. thinking about it because, say, I want to play. I'm sure everybody <laughs> wants to play. So, you know the way we normally have two team captains? Yeah, well, say if I'm going against, say you're the <laughs> other captain, Mackie, and I'm going against you, I just read your things and you just read mine. Or we just get somebody else to read those two out. And we leave those games to last. No, um, the, way, the way it works easiest is you, if you're both going to play, then you hold your own votes. I mean, oh, you just do it live. Yeah. You do it live. You basically exactly. you shoot it live. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we will have a bit of crack, yeah, and man. we can uh, everyone can enter it because it is a great game, and everyone should be allowed to play rock paper scissors lizard Spock. Fweech has also just finished his harvest. Congratulations, Fweech! You just nice. got in jail. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Very cool. You'll be back and, um, soon. You'll be back. The plant of the month is going to start this week. I know that we we missed out last month because we were all very busy. So we're going to have a, a couple of extra prizes in this month just to make up for that. So make sure you enter your out. plants. And if you have any um, like entries from the previous months, they'll be entered into this month. That's why we add extra prizes and shit. Yeah, we just had, make sure um, everybody's treated nice. We only had two plants entered last month, and we can't have a competition with only two plants. So we, no. we just we're, we're moving it out to next month, and we'll we'll do good then. Yes. So NC plants, and we'll get them competitions up and running. There's different blings to win now. If you win three times, you get the gold. So you're aiming for three plant of the month. Yeah, wins. that means we're all back in the game then. So you're gonna have to mm-hmm. go against everybody again. So mm-hmm. nobody's got all three. Yes, so get your plants in. And it doesn't matter what stage they're at. Just you know, a nice picture. That's all you need. It doesn't matter if it's flowering, whether it's male, female, auto, photo, a seedling. It's just take a yeah. nice picture. The, the, the ah. picture makes a big difference, man. Even tell a story with it. That would work. 
So, <laughs> so that's all the news then. Let's do the road diving. Yo, yes. So we're going to be talking about Stutty's first grow. That's the name of the diary this week. And obviously it can be found over at percysgrowroom.com where they all can be found. But you have to be signed up as a member to be able to see the diaries. So sign up. It only takes two minutes. And there's videos on YouTube to help you if you find it difficult and shit. It's really easy. So what we're saying about Stutty's grow, man. It's an impressive one. Yes. I'm impressed, man. Fuck yeah. yeah. I was impressed, too. I love the fact that he was lying when he said he hasn't done this before. Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) He's a plant. (laughs) So let's take a look what we've got here. It's it's a miracle I got anything to grow, he said here. (laughs) He sounds very nice play on the word there. I like miracle grow. Mm -hmm. Now, he he kept it real basic, though, didn't he? He, uh, If you read the medium he's using, that's kind of of neat. Yeah, Yeah. soil I dug up, man. That's fucking... Soil I dug from a field. Epic. Mm -hmm. Epic. I mean, Keith, that's got to speak a lot to you, man. Well, not really, because I, I've tried that. I've actually filled a pail with my garden soil, and uh-huh. it, it sucked because my <laughs> soil was way... It, there was no aeration, right? Yeah, right. So if this worked with whatever soil you got from that field, fucking buy that field, man. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I thought that was a, a, an interesting thing to start. You don't see that oh. very often on a grow forum, like soil I got from a field. He's a farmer, isn't he? So he's he knows his own soil. Exactly. That's oh, what I got yes. out of it right away. That's what go. I got out of it. He knew that soil he's grown <laughs> in it before. So when he says soil I dug up from a field, he means soil yeah, I dug means... up from my field. Yeah, <laughs> like Which was perfectly conditioned <laughs> you know, and treated you know, with all the goodies. I plowed two tons of manure into it just two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so then yeah, uh, also here as well, I started off uh, both plants in a cupboard. 18 inches by 23 inches by 53 inches in a cupboard. You know, you don't need a grow tent. You don't need fancy soil and nutrients and shit. Just simple as that. Get some soil out of the ground, stick in a cupboard with some light and you you can do this shit. It's like anybody can grow weed. If you want to grow the real good shit and big yields with the dense buds and loads of flavor, then you got to get all the fancy gear and, you know, tune in the environment, but you can grow pretty decent weed just simply doing it like this. Just any soil just Absolutely. let the plant grow man i mean the light in here he i started off uh vojek adjustable boost deck so it does sound good straight away you know <laughs> three head oh, grow yeah. light from amazon 30 pound 30 pound on grow light mm-hmm. but that's he's only using this for veg now to get started mm-hmm. so i mean mm-hmm. it, it, it does go to show you you don't have to have everything to get going very okay. cool man of course we've got some extraction as well because you need that Oh, no, he doesn't. Look, he says, uh, I don't have any extraction. I just open the door and give it a plastic room. <laughs> Go on, stay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see it again. about it, but it worked. You know, minimal. It can be done. Minimal shit. I started growing one plant in a nine-inch flower pot, and the other was in an eight-and-a-half Hellman's Real Mayonnaise bucket. So you just really just grabbing what the fuck is available and like, oh, fuck it, man. I'm going to just grow some weed. <laughs> Legendary nutrients, bio biz, tri pack, bio grow, bio bloom, and top max. What's that? Marfil organic marine plank, phytoplankton soil enhancer. So that, that doesn't sound like cheap stuff. I'm sure it wasn't very expensive, you know, but what do you think? How much nutrient that nutrient pack? I say about the 30 pound or $40. I wouldn't know. So I think something about that. 
I bought a digital pH meter, meter off Amazon for £13. I've never checked any water pH. Yeah, getting soil from the woods and things like that, your back garden, the field, you, you wouldn't need to check the pH for that. You should just be able to handle it. Everybody should have a pH meter, though, at least to take pictures of, mm. so it looks like you're really good at your <laughs> really one, right? Even if you never use it. <laughs> yeah, but if you're taking a picture of a 13-pound one, it's not going to look that pro, is it? <laughs> well, just you know, dress it up a bit, put some litmus paper beside it and shit, and, you yeah. know, put a beaker, put it in a beaker that fucking looks scientific. And then he Great. says, uh, some poor quality pics. He's using a, a cheap camera, too. Quite well, simple. if you're going back purple, along the man, he I despise taking pictures in purple. Fucking yeah. right. Very they, cool, man. I mean, he lined his room with a with the emergency blankets too, which really makes it taking a picture almost impossible. Like coming yeah. from, that purple coming from every angle. Yeah, Stotty just said here in the chat it was about twenty pounds for the newts. See, such oh. a such a budget yeah. grow, man. He's done such a good job on this. We'll show you the yield in a bit as well and mm-hmm. what came off in the end. A few nutrient problems there. Well, yeah, can we talk about the it. grow buckets? The grow bucket, yeah, man. Oh man, I mean, if you want to really talk about budget grow here, I mean, his first grow buckets were, were Hellman's light mayonnaise container. There it is, same in the pictures here. Look. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, there you can laugh is. all you want. It's kind of kind of neat though that the fact that you can actually take trash like this and grow excellent plants. Yeah. End of the day, it's a container, isn't it? That's all yeah, it is—a plastic gonna, bucket like you'd buy at the store. You know, Hellman's make—they buy the fucking buckets from the same supplier as as the. The fucking nursery people basically yeah, exactly. right? they just slap a different logo on it so exactly. clean it up obviously if we use for like lead toxic paint or something don't use the shit but like yeah pale's a pale man pretty yeah. much pretty much didn't you didn't you, you used uh uh jiprop buckets on your second one didn't you Stitz? yes he did i remember seeing those but you see there yeah, again right. i just needs a bigger bucket so we went to a larger container and happened to have it there you go awesome i love that i mean that's a budget grow and there is absolutely nothing wrong with it it's just you know you do what you have to do and stotty has just come out of here and fucking got this shit done take a look at some of these buds here on the screen look at this look at this just five weeks into flower this is soil he dug up from the woods you know, you've just been feeding cheap nutrients, spent 20 pounds on it, cheap lights. Look at this, man. They're savage. They're decent like, fucking buds, they are. Decent. Look at the nice color in the leaves. There's no burnt tips, no, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a teeny bit of nitrogen, it looks like. On those yeah, a bit too much, tips. like a bit dark green, but not, not too mm-hmm. much. The chlorine yeah. a little, but not a lot. That's not a, not a big deal. It could be a lot worse for, you know, mm-hmm. what, you're, uh, what you're working with. Very fucking nice. Well done on this study. It's very nice grow, man. It's one of them. It does speak to your skill too of, of actually growing and knowing your shit, you know, yeah. versus mm-hmm. just following a, a newt schedule or whatever. Best yeah. not make best make sure it's not beginner's luck, mate. <laughs> I don't think it was beginner's luck. I think he actually like like everybody's saying here, he had a little bit of out, outdoor experience to apply here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah they look great though. Yeah, Maybe but I mean, you, you can tell in here that he went through every step of it. I mean, he learned about getting oh, rid yeah. of the larf at the bottom and, and moving all the, the, you know, the growth up to the top. So he's done, he's done a lot of learning in this grow. And then halfway through the grow comes in the big, the big energy. So there we go. Look at that. He's got his, all his butts hanging up at the end. Some purple leaves. Nice. Well, y'all See? didn't even mention the new light that came in halfway through the grow that finished the grow off. Which what what came in? Micro array he put in. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Okay. When he moved into the tent, he got a bigger light. He put the micro array in there, which makes a huge difference for bloom. Definitely. They're beautiful lights, man. Well, you know, just do it as you make your upgrades as you go when you can. You just have to start, and when you start, you'll feel more inclined to buy these different upgrades when you're actually doing it. But just begin, man. Just begin. Do it. 
And the smart thing is he did is he didn't invest a lot of money in gear he didn't understand. He, he started with what he could and he upgraded to the good equipment fast. Unlike what I did when I first started, I had to upgrade two or three times, you know, before I got the right thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was, a, it was a wise choice in my opinion to do it that way, get started and then, you know, save your money for the good stuff and, and hit it for hit it next. You know? Yeah. And I always say like, if like not everybody, you know, has the intuition because there is some sort of, you know, just innate skill, I think, in, in growing um, that you just, I don't know, but like, you can learn it for sure. But um, if you can, okay. if you can grow good weed with like a setup like this, when you do upgrade, which you inevitably will, you're going to grow like fucking the best. Mm -hmm. You can just see that on the screen now, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, yeah, Ali Bongo tray there, just filled to the brim with weed. On the first grow, nice, mm -hmm. very nice, Stotty, mm -hmm. very nice inspiration. I hope there's new there's new growers out there that see this and think, "Fuck me, man! I mean, it's that easy. It's that easy." Well, it's like, yes, it did, is that fucking easy, man. He started a uh, diary at Percy's and he asked questions and he listened to the answers. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if I you have, do that, you'll succeed. I always say, man, if fucking I can grow fucking epic weed, anybody can. Because I fucking kill everything that I put. <laughs> it's easy um, shit, and yeah. you just have to actually do it. Michelle, there, uh, Miss Mrs. Twisted, said, "I'm going to have my husband teach me how to grow my own plant." Yes, yes. do it. Because Twisted is a legendary grower as well. Yeah. That man knows his shit. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. You'll be growing some very nice weed if you just listen to him. Yes, follow follow the instructions. It'll be beautiful. But you know that means you're gonna to have to get more tents. Don't be taking up Twisted's room now. Mm, yeah, yeah, get your get your own grow room. Let me get selfish. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna to have to build my extension. Yep. You get your own shit now. Get a better, better, better life. That's right. Go for it. <laughs> but definitely do it, Michelle. Sure Miss Crossman. Miss Twisted. Opposed to extending the grow room. No, he'd love it as well because it's nice when it's a hobby that you can both share together as well. If you. Both oh yeah, do it. it'd be awesome. I'd love if mine fucking got into it, man. Yeah. It'd be yeah. fucking sweet. My missus will never touch it. I guarantee it. I mean, she tried growing tomato one year and got halfway through it and said, nope, no more. No, You're, but at least she can you take over this for me. <laughs> I, no, I pretty much did. That's the way it was. Yeah, I'd like if mine even just fucking partook. So there we go, man. That's a just really awesome. nice diary there. There's story, man. You want to be proud of that one. Yeah, very good. Right. Very yeah. good. Absolutely, man. So we want to see more diaries like that. Go over to Percy, start more diaries. It doesn't matter how you're growing. It's not like we're going to mock you or anything like that. Like, Why are you growing in soil out the ground? <laughs> you, you should be growing in cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you do your thing, man. You do your thing, you know? Yeah. We're just there to guide you. We're not there to tell you what to do. And like I said before, you know, if you can do it with your own DIY or just, you know, making it up as you go, fuck those people that say, we have to use this and that and this because they obviously only know how to do it one way. Mm -hmm. um, if you can improvise and DIY, you're going to be set. You don't need to rely on fucking anybody because you'll just be able to look around for shit and just be like, okay, yep. here's my fucking catch pad. There's my pot. Here's my watering system. And we're done. It's it's so like most most home growers end up being DIYers anyway, because yeah, this is where I'm heading now. This yeah. is what I'm figuring out. You know, all these years using yeah. the pH and the EC and all these complex nutes, and I've just just thrown this bone meal in this soil and uh. reused it, and <laughs> the plants are healthy as fuck. I'm like, hold on for a second. <laughs> and it's just, just water every other day. What? Welcome to the second. no bullshit grow. No. Yeah. 
So, and that's, that's a, and I threw some worms in there this week as well. Did I tell you what? Mm. I threw a few worms in there, man. So it's like five worms in each part. Hopefully, they're going to go in there, going to fuck, going to make loads of more little baby worms. It's going to shit all over the place. It's going to be like two girls, one cop, man, in my fucking tent. Yeah. Uh. You know what you do? Just get, get yourself a pair of scissors and drop them all in half, man. You're sorted. No, you, no, they don't, man. You, you only get the head <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah, you just kill them all. <laughs> Chop them in half. I want anyway, more. I'm sorry, ground them touché, into a fine dust. Will that work? Yeah, well, so, uh, and I was thinking, if they die, the bacteria will eat them and feed them to the plants anyway. So it's, it's all it's all food. It's all gravy. <laughs> Let's do oh, the grill man. guides, man. Well done again, Twisted. Not Stutty. Well done again, Stutty. Fair play. Good diary, man. Let's, let's see you next one, bro. Okay, so grow guys, we're going to be talking about buffering cocoa this week. because Sometimes this needs to be done with cocoa. If you buy good quality cocoa out the bag and that's available to you, then you don't necessarily have to do it. You can do it if you recycle the cocoa, but if it's just fresh out the bag like canna, and playground usually they'll be fine to use but you should clean it first anyway because it usually does have a lot of salts and sit in it which you you can rinse but it's not necessary to buffer it <clears throat> anyway so the buffering of the cocoa monkey this is your thing because you've buffered cocoa a few mm. times right well, buffered it ever since i started growing um except for the first grow and i did find out you did actually have to buffer it before you used it but you know you live and you learn mm. mistakes but yeah i so, buffer cocoa all the time um you don't uh, cocoa doesn't always have to be buffered though but there are certain times that you do need to do things so why would you do it under which circumstances uh well two two times you should buffer cocoa one is if it's never been buffered before of course mm. and if you're recycling the cocoa it should probably be rebuffered so it can be ready for for use again and work as it's designed to work all right so where do we want to go from there on the no, new no. cocoa well, what, what, but there's two different kinds of cocoa, right? There's the one you get in the bag and there's the brick of cocoa, the compressed one. Well, that's and two different ways you buy cocoa. Yes, but it is actually the same cocoa. It's just shipped two mm -hmm. different ways. One is shipped completely dry, void of anything and compressed and like, like it feels like, hard, like wood almost it's compressed so hard. And that's what we have here. Yeah. It's going to be like a bag of peat almost looking stuff would be the, the other cocoa you would get. Mm -hmm. That's going to be more airy. It looks more like soil when you get it. So you cannot get a bag of cocoa then TG. Well, probably we can. Um, you know, I don't spend a lot of time in the cocoa aisle of our right, store. Yeah. So, but when I have walked by, I've seen that. I think it's Psycho is the brand that we have here. They're, right. they're literally just vacuum sealed bricks that you could probably like kill somebody with. You know, if you yeah. fucking threw it hard enough at them, <laughs> it's yeah. hard. It is hard. Dense. I, I actually but use I use a my hand axe to to chip off chunks yeah. of it if I don't want to use the whole block. Or it's you like, can use a different brand that some, some brands come in smaller bricks or you sure, can yeah. use uh, like Canna comes in, in smaller bricks that are actually scored so you can break them in smaller pieces and things like that. So yeah. there's like different Mexican ways to do it. Weed, man. <laughs> <clears throat> but I mean, we have to buffer the cocoa. When the cocoa comes to us completely dry, it, ha it has not been properly buffered. It's basically been collected, harvested, and then just for shipment, they, you know, basically jam it into a baler as tight as they can make it and then and dehydrate it and that's what you, you get when you get that that cocoa is as, as raw as it comes and it has yeah. to have a few things done to it before it's going to really grow super quality cannabis mm -hmm. so i just want to quickly step back because i i'm not too sure on this either you know 
as uh, I'm not, because I don't do Coco, but Coco Coir, or Coir, however you say that, that's, it's the hairy part on the outside of a coconut, correct? And that's what no, 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 about. no. It's um, it's the or inside of the coconut. There's, there's the outer shell. You know, coconut's like a big green thing, and then yeah, you yeah. crack open that green shit, and inside there's the actual coconut. In between yeah. that outer husk, that green shit, and the actual coconut, that stuff on the inside is called coconut husk, and that stuff is what's used. Yeah, that, all that's uh, it's taken away and soaked for like six months in salt water, and okay. uh, <clears throat> and then it separates all the husk away from the harder outer shell of the the green bit of the coconut on the outside, and then they get that and they pulverize it and pulp it, and then drain it off and let it dry out in the sun, and so, that's how they get the cocoa. And this is why you would buffer because if you're right. using cocoa that hasn't been prepared for growing in, it's going to be full of that salt water that it's been sitting in for six months. Right now, even even if you take the cocoa that's been been uh, pulverized and brick dried and take it uh, and wash it, uh, there's still some chemical attractions to sodium ions that the cocoa is going to hold on to. And that's what we have to break. We have to break that last bit of sodium ions out of the cocoa. And we're going to do this by buffering and we're going to get the cocoa to release the sodium and we're going to grab onto CalMag instead mm. because CalMag has a higher efficiency of, of uh, attraction or so absorption, however you want to look at it, than the sodium will. So this is what we're going to do when we buffer. We're going to go ahead and get rid of all that sodium and prepare this media to become perfect, you know, best probably uh, media that you can, in my opinion, of course, that you can grow in. What do you, how would you start buffering then, Monkey? What's the well, if the two, uh, I'll start from the very beginning. Let's say we're going to start with a compressed brick. We're not recycling cocoa yet. So we're going to start with a compressed brick. First thing we have to do is we have to hydrate it. So you're going to get a, a large tub or big bag, whatever you have that you can hold a good bit of water in. And you're going to basically put that brick of cocoa in there. It's going to expand probably about four to five times its size. And it's going to mm -hmm. become uh, a wet slushy media at that point. Um, now, this is a mixture of everything like Mackie was talking about that they pulverized and put in there. It's going to have a little bit of sand. It's going to have a little bit of salt. It's going to have a lot of fine, fine fibers. And it's going to have the mm -hmm. fibers that we really want in there, which were the larger and longer fibers. Yep. So the first step of cocoa buffering is we need to get all that, that trash out of the cocoa. So we're going to take it out after it's hydrated and we're going to put it in like a strainer or a colander or something that you're going to use to rinse it in. You want something with about one to two millimeter holes in it, and you want to run water through it. Tap water is fine, and you want to flush out all the fines, any sand or anything that's in the cocoa. You'll see it running out of, out of the strainer. Uh, it, you're not going to lose too much, but you'll see it on the ground there. But that stuff is going to hold too much water. It's going to make your media too soggy. It's not going to allow the proper airflow to your roots, so you want to get rid of it. So go through your entire bucket as, as you need to and, and clean it out, flush it. And mm -hmm. once you've got all that done, now it's time to actually do the buffering. So you want to soak it in a high CalMag solution, right? And so the CalMag, is it just cal, is it CalMag or just calcium? Uh, it's CalMag you want to use. Um, the ions, both the calcium and the magnesium ion works together to break the sodium, uh, sodium ion off. If you use one or the other, it's not going to be as effective and you're going to have problems during your grow. So as Mackie alluded, you're going to use a strong solution of CalMag. Now, what I do is I mix my CalMag. I just use a commercial one. It doesn't matter the brand. And I mix it one and a half times with the manufacturer's Mac recommended on the label. So if I'm using... Uh, 
general hydroponics, I would mix uh, seven and a half mils per, per uh, gallon. And I right. would throw that and completely cover my cocoa with that liquid in a bucket and leave it for eight plus hours. And I'm going to say, I like to leave it at eight. I don't like to oversoak my cocoa because I have this theory about if you oversoak it, it gets soggy and can rot faster. I don't know if it's true. That's my paranoia anyway. Yeah. If I, I was use plenty, I was use plenty. Yeah. Yeah. And so after you got to soak for eight hours, then you're going to have to get, do something else. And what you're going to do is you, I like to double buffer new cocoa. Now I didn't mention before, if you're going to recycle cocoa after the step of hydrating and washing, this is where you would actually be starting the step and recycle cocoa. So the buffering that we're doing now is what you're going to redo to your, your, uh, your old cocoa. You're going to re-soak it in, in these solutions and get it to reabsorb and flush everything out like it should. But after uh-huh. you've got it soaked one time, I do it exactly the same a second time. And this is just making sure that everything mm-hmm. is done properly. You know, you, a little bit of safety there, if you will. Yeah. So Welcome buffer. <laughs> yeah, that these solutions uh. that you're soaking in right now are pretty strong. The EC on these can get up, uh, depending on your background and your tap water, your EC can, can be uh, 1.5 or 2.0. It can be pretty high. So once you get your, your cocoa double buffered and drained, you need to flush out that, that uh, excess EC. So put your cocoa, if you're going to go straight into pots, this is what I like to do. Put it straight into your pot and then come back. I use rainwater at this point because I don't like the high EC of my tap water. It's not good. But if you have good tap water, it doesn't make any difference. You want to flush that just buffered cocoa out enough so that if you were going to feed nutrients to a seedling, that EC that you would feed a seedling at. Now, my EC for seedlings, I like to feed these seedlings around 250, 0.25, 250. Uh, So I kind of like to to go aim for that with the cocoa or lower. Mm -hmm. Okay. At that point, now I can plant a seed in that cocoa and it'll be fine. It'll live. I won't burn the roots and it won't, won't suck all the cow mag away from my seedling. Mm-hmm. when i feed it so i mean it sounds like a complicated process once you do mm. it one time it's very simple it's just pretty say, much it sounds like a long-winded process would you not yeah. want to go out of soil instead mate <laughs> <laughs> well, thing I is, hear this sounds pretty good <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I'll, I'll be honest with you no i don't want to go to soil right now i mean oh everybody else is jumping ship and i'm i'm sticking oh my right god now, You'd be the you're ruining the planet monkey the i'm ruining you the salt planet, growers I'm <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm with monkey. i've I'm heard all of this stuff cocoa. about the soil grows and things like that <laughs> but, you know, I'm, what, going to a friend's house after covid and sharing a joint and, t- and, and listening to how dank they, they thought that joint was and watching mm-hmm. their eyes roll back after two hits i ain't switching the soil i love where yeah, i am man. yeah you do you think oh, do you it? Yeah, yeah. that's me you know I'm, I'm in cocoa right now i'm good with that yeah. now yeah but see and you're right it is a bit of a job to buffer this stuff but if you don't do it you might as well in my opinion if you're not going to buffer your cocoa right you're going to have problems mm-hmm. so use something else <laughs> I'd like to try cocoa, man. Hint, hint, wake, wake, nudge, nudge, cocoa suppliers. I'd like to try cocoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give it a shot, man. It's a good fucking medium. It's yeah. so easy to fix any problems. If you get any issues, man, you can fix it. I don't want to buy cocoa. Uh, the thing with cocoa, oh, the magic there is with cocoa, I can flush it out to the baseline and reload it in within minutes. I'm done. Yeah, you can't say it's organic living soil grown and then oh. attach a one no, but i can say it's hydro bug 150 uh-huh. yeah that's fucking 90 shit nobody wants hydro anymore man hey man I'm, want- I'm 90 shit what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i'm just talking about the you know what's in in canada 
I know. want that fucking. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. And Twisted. Organic. Twisted's got home. What's up, Twisted? Hey. We got some bad news, man. Oh, you are about to lose half your grow tent space, mate. <laughs> That's right. No, at well, least. It's at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but see, and I will no eventually get in there want. to a sew home grow, but you know, that, I think that's probably at least a year or two away from me. Yeah, yeah. I understand, mate. I was only taking the piss. Oh, eventually I'm going to get into the buckets too and do the wet spot stuff. You know? DWC, DWC is fun, man. I do well, recommend but it. Not today. I mean, th- th- that kind of stuff. I need more freedom. I need more space, and I might need legality because that might be a little bit more hard mm-hmm. to conceal. I'm I'm with you on that, monkey. I will give the DWC a go, but I have to wait till we have legalization because my space isn't just big enough. Yeah, it's your hobby at the end of the day, yeah. and so you want to expand and try new things. You don't want to just stick to the same thing all the time. You just, you obviously want to keep a supply of your own weed coming in, but you experiment too, man. Do new mm. things that don't get stuck in a rut. Try new things. Have fun with it. Yes. As, as long as you keep your, your your normal stuff that you know you can do in sitting next to it. So if anything fails in your new attempt, mm-hmm. at least you've got something. That's right. That's so yeah, mate, if you can sorry, TJ. Well, I was gonna say that's what I do. My four by four is my standard tent, but most of the other ones, I have five tents, right? Most of yeah. them they're not all running at the same time usually, but the other ones are usually ancillary just for fuck around, kind of like breeding or for yeah, mothers, cutting, experimental zone. Yeah, man. It's uh, worth it because you never know when you'll find that fucking Ooh. epic. Very shit. true. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have been discovered by mistake. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. I so there so. you go. If you need to buff your cocoa, there's a nice guide there in a book that we've just gone through. And there's also a guide over at postagecoreroom.com on how to buffer your cocoa as well. And it's a nice, easy guide, simple to follow. And it sounds complex, but really all you're doing is washing the cocoa, soaking it for a while, and then rinsing it. That's pretty much it. Three steps to it. It'll take you, and I'm not talking about working, but hours and from start to finish and when you can actually use it, you know, part of a day to get it done. You know, if you start Mm -hmm. in the morning, you'll, you'll, you'll wash it, you'll soak it for half a day. You'll you'll redo it. You'll you'll let it go the next and the next morning you can use it. So it's not going to yeah. take you all day or all week to do this. Kind of like Most of the time soil. it's waiting. Yeah, yeah, like building soil exactly, like cooking soil. It's really yeah. not too much different. Well, cooking soil takes a bit longer because you can use the cocoa when it's ready, right? But still, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's prep work that takes all the fucking time. Yeah, and once you get it ready to go, I mean, it's it's. And I have skipped like between. I've kind of like I skipped a step or two when I buffered my cocoa when I'm reusing it and stuff like that. And you will pay if you don't do it mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Prior planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. Absolutely. Apparently so. Yes. And I've done the piss poor performance part of it. So yes. Well, Fuji's going to be going for a main line on his next run. Go for nice. it, son. Very nice. Very cool. See, Excellent. experiment. Have fun, man. Yeah. So, uh, this week's interview. Percy's, man. I want to see that. Of course, diaries over at Percy's. That's what we want to see. So, you want man. your blue book, Billy. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Get the bling. Main line, right? Collect your bling. Want to see nice big bling cabinets, man. Go for gold. Go for the gold shit. That's yeah, just mind. make sure you do individual diaries and not a perpetual one, by the way. Yeah, perpetual one. We don't want that now. No, we want singular diaries. Perpetuals. You you you'll you'll keep your active diary bling if you have a perpetual, so that's cool. But you won't be able to achieve the uh the bronze, the silver, and the gold bling now. You want the gold bling? I should be doing. I should be doing flipping separate graph fucking diary blings, sound high. Sweet man. So more more diaries for Percy's. So it works. 
Sweet, man. Nice. Let's go on to the, this interview with Breeder Steve. Breeder Steve part two. This is about 20 minutes of uh, the, the three-hour interview, which will be released on Wednesday of Breeder Steve. And I think if we would have stayed longer, he probably would have talked longer. No, oh, yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. man. He enjoyed himself. That was, you know, it's just oh, a good, chilled conversation. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it long, was a sesh, man. That's all it was. Man. Mm-hmm. Long sesh. He's hitting his, his E pipe or his E nail or something. He's got, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he was banging the yeah. fucking shit out of that. He had that, that uh, vortex dabber going. Just full, just full of good stories, good advice. It's it just it's a quality interview, man. I've been yeah, listening to it the last week, you know. He's no bullshit, you know. He fucking mm-hmm. tells it as it is. And if you don't like that, that's fine. Just mm-hmm. fuck off and mm-hmm. go do your own thing and, yeah. and be successful mm-hmm. if you can. But yeah. he's done his research. Yes, man. So check this shit out. And we'll, it's only 20 minutes, and then we're coming back for the afterbite and shit about half past. And Sweet. then we'll talk about stuff. So if you have questions that you want to ask us, drop them in the chat and we'll get to them in the after party. But for now, here is Breeder Steve. You know what? Yeah, it's been too long. I get a lot of people asking. I, I have a couple new um, cuts that I'm putting out even before that that are from new seeds I've been playing with, but the uh, I haven't released the names of them yet. But you're gonna like it. So the there's a if I if I put the name out even before the product, like nowadays, I think I really would be crazy not to trademark or copyright it because I oh, had yeah. so much problems. I did copyright um, Sweet Tooth and Shishkaberry in 2002 in Switzerland because they were so popular and I knew there'd be tons of knockoffs. And I was like, well, it's start, you know, it's legal here at least, but of course it's not legal everywhere. But, but you know what, within days of anything really becoming popular, there's always knockoffs of it. I had a real so much irritation with that like you look at you know i can i won't we even get about it, this but there's so many uh, everybody, yeah, it's really irritating it seems to be a thing these days i've seen your genetics it's in this industry places. isn't yeah. it though people sort of like hang on people's shirt tails to sort of get themselves a bit further forward mm-hmm. well yeah they could get away with it back then yeah, anyway, as the business becomes man more uh, in the open then people are starting to get plant breeders rights and stuff like that but at the very least you can protect the names and the way i thought mm-hmm. of it always just as a sign of respect you know because at one point you know we were all outlaws trying to preserve our favorite species you know mm-hmm. and then so there was a bit of camaraderie there and then as it started to more and more people come in a lot of them just jumping on your coattail going yeah shit yeah well those seeds that you call sweet tooth sell really well so mm-hmm. i'm gonna sell seeds yeah. that i call sweet tooth and they might not be even related you know mm-hmm. but there was tons of that going on and it's yeah. super irritating so i always you know i was getting so fed up with it and then you know around the time things started to get awkward in switzerland that i just i was getting pissed off with a lot of my uh, wholesalers because they were carrying the knockoffs as well and i said well why do i go to all this fucking trouble to breed yeah. weed on a proper scale and do it right and you're just still going to carry the guys that knock them off in their closets fuck this i don't like you know you can all suck it i'm gone and i was just fed up with it you know and i was happy to throw in the towel for a while there and of course i you know, always loved cannabis wasn't going away but i thought 
I'm not getting back into it until we have some recourse to the law because this is a shit show. So some chuck in of the towel, isn't it? Nineteen years and still going. (laughs) So then he's like, "Yep, I I guess (laughs) I started back into it after about fifteen years, but it took you know two years." first year to get the license and quota and then during that time we started growing already because once everybody's allowed 20 plants we had a bunch of us throw our names into the ring so i could plant 100 one after the other and start doing selections before we even had the license so we were able to start going again you know four and a half years ago and uh so it felt good but i really thought it would be like two years i would have some release out and it's four and a half years and i don't have a release out so that was kind of irritating but uh, there's just so many delays that are just out of my hands as far as getting these bloody quotas to work and the partners that didn't see necessarily share the same vision. They'd be saying, well, let's plant more CBD and we'll do the seeds next year. You know, it's like, no, no, we've got to do the seeds now, mate. You know, you're missing the point. So anyway, so I've had this back and forth yeah, for man. a while, which I've now resolved, and now I've we've got the whole place focused on seeds right now. So I'm in my happy place. But the, uh, but yeah, it's been a real challenge. And I think of all the fucking trouble I've gone to do this when it used to be, you know, just a pleasure for me to do it myself with three rooms in my basement. Yeah. And then I, after I started selling the seeds from that, then I ended up renting another place and getting three rooms in that basement. And at one point I had four or five houses going. One, in one street, I had three houses. And that was when I was like 24 or something, right? So when you're, when you're young and, and wild and you feel like getting away with it. Yeah. And it was, I wasn't uh, <laughs> too worried about, you know, growing pounds of weed to sell. I was, you know, and this is what people that make seeds don't understand. They say, oh, we just make a crop of seeds. Well, that's what you do, but I might do three generations before that, you know, to make them worth making a room yeah. full of seeds, yeah. you know? So it's those selections mm-hmm. and the generations that, uh, you know, like the F2 sweet tooth, I didn't make a room full of them. I just made a few because I didn't have high expectations for the F2 as a release. I just knew I had to make it to get to the F3. So, you know, I'd make a few film canisters for myself and uh, <laughs> take it from there. But, the, <laughs> but then everybody else goes, oh, wow, he's getting money for the seeds. All you got to do is grow a room of seeds. It's like, well, you can do it that way. But, you know, that's not what the... Not, yeah, but there's more actually to it a lot you want to do it right, you know, and uh, to do it right. You get the good the key, shit, right? yeah. You can, anybody can make seeds. The difference between like your reputation, isn't it? You're yeah, rep- I like to think so. And I know a shit if you put out anything that wasn't that great, you heard about it. You, yeah, you, know, you didn't want to be caught in that position. You're like, fuck that. Yeah. I want everything that comes out to be, you know, people can't say anything but nice things about it because it rocks. And if if there's anything wrong with it, you're going to hear about yeah. it all day, every day. I make sure I never had a fucking Hermie after that, you know? Make sure there's no Hermes. You try and Herm everything, yeah. and if it won't Herm, then it's worth keeping. If it will Herm, I won't keep it. You know, I get rid of I just call anything that has any tendency to Herm, even late. And I just said, it's not worth it. I can't stand Herm. Yeah. I always hated them myself, so. apply. <clears throat> But it's nice if you yeah, buy the seed and it comes it, out like sure. sort of like it's advertised at least, right? It is, yeah. And uh, definitely. I know everybody mm. would say, because the seed catalogs were overly optimistic, let's say, 
and they would always add two weeks to the finishing time because everybody lied. You know, everybody printing the catalogs would exaggerate when their plants finished. But then yep. when people would grow mine, they say, you said 66 days. They took 66 days. <laughs> They're like, I was thinking they'd take 86 when you put 66. I was like, no, if they say 66, it's because that's how long they yeah. take, you know, at least indoors. And the, mm -hmm. but what I found out, which that my biggest surprise in the tropics, I think, was finding out that they finished faster. Like the things that I would think eight weeks finish in six, that really freaked me out. And I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it myself again and again and again. I guess the other thing that surprised me there was um, in the rainy season, and fortunately in the spot I am, they have a very short rainy season. So it's 80% of the rainfall annually is traditionally in May. So that's pretty condensed, right? So yeah. you get a super swampy wet May with torrential rain, not all day, every day, but at least once every day. And uh, everywhere's wet and everywhere's green and you think this will rot most fat stuff and i thought maybe 10 20 percent because i tried out like 120 things even probably the first year and it said let leave them to finish in may like i would plant some specifically to see if they would finish when it was just pouring every day and i thought maybe 10 20 percent of them will make it 80 percent of them made it and there was like 20 percent that didn't stand a chance like sweet tooth not a chance it would just turn into Betraitis. Mm -hmm. It was just like a sponge, right? It's a big, round, fluffy sponge. <laughs> yeah. And they just rot in a heartbeat. But other ones that are rock hard or really tall, slender, skinny ones, like the native varieties, you know, those are wispy and thin so that they, the water almost runs through yeah. them. And then as soon as the rain stops and there's a little breeze, they're dry in five minutes, right? The, uh, and they got thin leaves and thin buds. But some of the stuff that I brought that was rock hard tight nugs, they were so tight because the sun's so hard there, the water just run off them like off a duck's back. I mean, they're like an, it was covered in resin and rock, they're like a golf ball. It was like an oil covered golf ball. You cannot get water inside that, you know? It would just, yeah, these are. Sounds tasty. I, I do miss it, you know? I know I'm going to feel like a lightweight when I get back after a year off. But, you know, I've just been smoking my backyard bud up here, which isn't the strongest bud in the world, but a couple of them are are notably stronger than the others, but they keep me in the right place and they're, they're beautiful, but the, mm. uh, but they don't hold a candle to the equatorial outdoor. <laughs> that stuff is really, it is so epic. epic, man. I had a friend from BC come down the last time I was down there and he's a good mm. grower, uh, Chris. Maybe some of you know him. But anyway, he was growing in Saskatchewan this summer, I think, actually. And uh, he, in a light depth operation, mm. but he's he's born in BC. All he's ever done, you know, job-wise, well, he's been a Taekwondo teacher, but he's also uh, uh, mainly a grower and extractor and does fantastic work. And he's been bringing me back sweet skunk since I ever met him. Like, he's just a super nice guy. And super heady, really good taste in herb. And I told them, I said, hey, man, you're welcome to come visit the farm. I'd love to. I just want to see the look on your face when you try it. I said, just a grass joint. I just want to see you, the look on your face. Because if all you've ever smoked is BC Bud, you're going to fucking be shocked. And he's like, okay, okay. So, you know, he came down. 
And I still remember the first joint. I rolled it. It was like a cigarette-sized joint. There was two of my agronomists. We were sitting around at my place after work. And we passed that joint around the four of us. And at the end of it, I remember kind of nodding at me going, ah, that was good. You know, it got finished, but it was you know, four people. And then they looked at me and says, it's okay if I just go outside for a walk around. <laughs> he went walk around for like 20 minutes. And he came back and he's like, how long does this last? I feel like I'm going to mushrooms and stuff. He was just tripping balls. I fucking loved it. I was like, I told you. Oh my God, I can't even believe it. And it's got to be the Turks because I haven't had them measured there. We only get uh, cannabinoid reports from the lab so far. But once we get the Turks, we'll have a better idea. But the, mm-hmm. I think it's got to be the Turks because it's eye-watering and and one of the, like, I've been trying to figure out what it is about the light that makes them better. Cause that's the only thing it can be, right? And uh, I think it's the UVC. And mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of Americans mm-hmm. starting to run trials with UVC. So it's going to be really interesting to see. They'll probably have an answer before me, but that's my best hypothesis. But the, uh, because people have done more testing with other UVs, but uh, I, I don't know, or there's some part of the light spectrum that we don't even know to measure yet because we haven't identified it, you know? Like, I don't know what the hell it is, <laughs> but the light there makes that shit so yeah. wacky that uh, it, it's, it really is wicked. I love it. I like to ghost, I call it ghosting my hand rather than rubbing charis, you know? Mm-hmm. I say I ghost it and I'll go and just take my hands in the rows where there's, you know, fan leaves in the personal garden but the fan leaves are resinous like there's a lot of ones there with resinous fan leaves out of the modern genetics right and i will just run my hands by them really lightly like i'm not squishing them i'm just ghosting it by them and then i peel this charis off my fingers and i make sure it's not coming off with skin there's still a layer of oil on my hands when i'm done there's no gaping pieces of skin i'm pulling this stuff off I like it better raw hand, bare hand than with gloves, but I don't, there's no pistols in it. There's no bugs in it because I just ghost my hand and I look at it. If there's a fly wing, I pull it off, you know? So I just, I'll take the time. It takes me two hours, but I'll make a pull of like my baby finger that is shiny, shiny, oily, fresh, ridiculous. And I would, I would roll up a hash cliff of that with really a little bit of hash and I would, by the time I'm done smoking it, I'm trying to walk up the stairs and I can't feel my legs from my knees down. Like I literally feel like I'm floating, but I don't have anything beneath my knees. I'm just moving my knees and I'm getting somewhere. You know, and I couldn't feel my feet or anything. And it's my heart's going up. And I remember, like, I get stoned a lot. And I just, I get on Twitter or bullshit or whatever. I'm so high. I'm just like, I got to turn my phone off. I couldn't talk to anybody if they called right now. Like, I was freaking out. And I was like, that was a sixth of a gram of this hash in the little pinner, just like, God, what the hell was that? And you know, the next piece of it I tried, I dabbed yeah. it, you know, because I was like, that's dab worthy. That's the only hand done, you know, ghosted that I've ever done that was like I could peel it off my hands clean enough to dab it. It was stupid. It went in the rig. It was so good. Wow. I saved one little Just piece for a friend, but but yeah. his heads that smeared and blackened, you know, and 
it, it opens them up, but they're yeah. so oily and shiny. Once the oil's yeah, gone yeah. off it, if you leave it out a couple of days, it's not nearly as strong. But if you seal it up right after mm. you do it when it's fresh, because it's not even dry hash, right? It's wet, you know, mm. like it's full, it's a live rub. So the if you've got to seal that to keep that potency, and the potency is coming from the turps, you know, the because the THC is not going to change that much in a week. But if I left the pack, if I left it on the desk or in a cigarette pack or whatever, I, I used to smoke hash and tobacco like a fiend. And the last year I have managed to quit. So that's been the big accomplishment for my quarantine yeah. at least. But the, uh, but uh, I, I really had a soft spot for hash and tobacco for a long, long time. It's one of the first things I ever puffed when I was like 15, right? So I judge plants by their hash and how it rolls with nice tobacco. And uh yeah, I mean, I would smoke one right now if it was in front of me. They just sound delicious. But I know better than to go out and get some back. And uh, I had, you know, kilos of tobacco that I'd grown and was <laughs> saving even because you don't smoke it for about four years. And I just had to give it all away because I was like, I just don't want to have it, you know. And uh, but anyway, so that's been a change of scene for me. But the uh, but the fresh rubbed hash is a super treat. But I remember I put some in a pack that I didn't have sealed up. And then I smoked it with a friend a week later who was totally blown away. It was probably the best hash he'd ever smoked. But I was like, this has lost a lot. It's not nearly as strong as it was the day I rubbed it, you know? So I thought, it really is those terps disappear instantly, right? So the, the, the 10 minutes after you rub yeah. it when your hands are too sticky to roll it yourself, you know, that's when you want this. And still, I appreciate sealing that kind of charis up, bury it for two or three years, literally bury it. And when you try it later, it's like chocolate. So with that whole fresh terp versus aged terp, I really think of it a lot like wine, which is a parallel universe that you're cultivating flavorful intoxicants. Yeah. The, uh, some, you know, wine have a primary aroma when you first bottle them or when they go in the bottle. But the secondary aromas they develop is the bouquet. And that's what it gets compounding on itself. No, no, it's all good. It's the right music. Yes, yes. Breeder Steve, everybody. Catch more from Breeder Steve on Wednesday. Download the podcast on all available podcast networks, right? Now on Tuesday, Wednesday. Shit, I got and done a Biden. You did. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, you know the thing. <laughs> on the day when it Tuesday, comes. Tuesday, you can have the show. Wednesday, you can have the interview. Man, oh. Yeah, on the day, on Wednesday. After, yeah, that's Tuesday because I want people to know about it and then Wednesday. So it'll be there on Wednesday for sure. Watch. You'll enjoy it. Three hours long. Breeder Steve telling us about all of his journeys and his time in Switzerland, which is a good part of the story as well. That was pretty sweet. See, it wasn't regulated at all in Switzerland. Then he could just... Yeah. grow with no license a, and just do you think tomato, right yeah it's awesome and then it times was... changed oh, stupid times yeah well, good shit man yeah so catch that on wednesday yeah. so what we're going yeah. to talk about in the after party this week they're going on in the chat they're making up um movie titles yeah changing the name with terpenes like the word what? terpene like terpenes because Terpschwitz is a, like an industry term where it's when we distill uh, the oil, basically, 
Terpschwitz are what's the waste product and it smells like shit. And I assume that's why it's, you know, Schwitz. James has said Schwitz means uh, sweat or something, which also makes sense. Terpene sweat. Anyway, and then, yeah, they went off about all this like, fucking terpene in Manhattan and Terpinator. It was fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> Weekend at Terpenes. Yeah, I watched like that weekend at Terpenes too. Not as good. <laughs> uh, yeah, touche. It's pretty funny though. Fucking terps. Saving private terpenes. Oh. Terpenes four. <laughs> yeah, like sequels, man. They always do better, right? Some of them. No. I think there's not many films out there that like have a better sequel than the original book. Can we all agree Terminator 2 is one of those? Yeah, for sure. Well, Terminator 1 is fucking good too, but yeah, yeah. I like T2 is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. So I have to agree that, with that. Me yeah. too. What other movies can you think of where the, the sequel is better than the original? Mm-hmm. Uh... Lord of the Rings? Uh, yeah, yeah well, like, I guess. That, that was all one movie, really. Uh, <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turpins. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm going to next. That's a controversial, yeah. but good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about the Empire. Uh, Jackass way. 2 from Cade there. That, I would agree with that. That was that was a good movie. All them Jackass. <laughs> I don't like any of them. They're fucking stupid movies. Yeah, it had to be below anybody yeah. when Jackass came out. Anybody below the age of twenty-five probably liked it because our prefrontal well, I, cortex wasn't developed properly. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I anybody after twenty-five is like, "What the fuck are they doing?" The dumbass yeah, bastards <laughs> taking shits in the toilet in the plumbing store. And, oh, yeah, man. definitely not. Now, now I'm just like, oh, how dare they? Yeah, but back then I was like, "Fuck you, I'm going to do that." That's what <laughs> Did you why? ever do it? No, no. I almost well we we did do the the fucking air horn at the golf course, but from a lot further away than they were. But that's one of my favorite fucking skit or scenes when yeah they go to the golf course and they fucking blast the air horn with people. Nah, man, fucking <laughs> the best bit. But everything that anything that ever came out of Jackass was that Shit. fucking bad grandpa movie. Remember that one? Was it called Bad Grandpa? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, fucking that was, that was hilarious. You know when they're, in the, when they're in the restaurant and they're doing the fart competition, then he shots up the wall. <laughs> It's so much of being in that restaurant, one of them people, and this old guy having a fighting competition with his grandkid. And he's like, God damn, that's fucking terrible. But then shards up the fucking wall. Uh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, funny. Yeah, I, I do see. And I, I used to like that. So I absolutely understand the comic appeal. But yeah, some of the older folks are like, eh, shitting up a wall, eh? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe not. I hate it when they paper cut in between their fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Devo with his lips and shit. Fuck. And he stapled the jackass to his ass. Remember when he did that? Mm-hmm. God damn. They were crazy yeah. motherfuckers, man. Yeah, they were. But they made lots of money doing it. Yeah, they probably. Um, Knoxville has done pretty well. He's too, though. Mm-hmm. Sure. Steve was like, he's fucking turned himself around crazy now. He's. Uh... Yeah. He's got a, I think there's a ridiculously raw but really good documentary about it. His rise and his fall and his fall kind of thing or whatever. But yeah, oh, Steve was epic. 
Yeah, is it like is it really a fall? <laughs> it's just a fucking return to normality, man. Yeah, well, you can't do shit right. like that your whole life, you know. It, yeah, just yeah. damaging your body over and over again. He's got a ridiculous yeah. amount of injury. I'm surprised he ain't fucking dead of some kind of infection. Sure. Bam has issues now, I guess. I don't know what that's mm. that's related to Jackass. But I mean celebrity must be tough for him. Like I wouldn't wish that shit on anyone. Fucking yeah, crazy I mean, bastards. Good TV, and then in the UK, you guys might not know it in the uh, in the US, but there was this other one called Dirty Sanchez. Did you ever yes. check that? One? that they was... were fucking serious. Yeah, they, they were they even were more savage than jackass. They were. They were stapling their dicks to shit. And yeah. oh god, they man, were serious, serious, that serious bastards. Serious, mm. man. <laughs> what he says in those two of them. I'm surprised yeah, you had one of them, Wally. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was thinking <laughs> he was the cameraman. <laughs> this is where Wally gets most of his inspiration from. <laughs> that and Convoy. Yeah, that and Convoy. Convoy. <laughs> it's just some repeat, and it. <laughs> well, one on one TV and one on the other. <laughs> yeah, man. It was like that that time. What like the early 2000s was when that kind of shit started going off, where people just started. Hurting themselves on TV. Remember bomb fights? Remember that one? Yeah. Do you when reckon this is where all the snowflakes came from? They appeared about the same time as like your, your, your likes of flipping jackass and uh, what's it? Because up until that point, I hadn't heard of any whinging bastards. With the internet, isn't it? it coincides with the internet. Yeah. yeah it's just saying, people yeah, having right, an opinion yeah. without having to yeah. suffer consequences for having it. Yeah. Unsociable yeah. media. Yeah. And that, that's a, a big thing, you know. People can say what they like about suffering consequences, really, and it's damaging in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, so I've got Bond Fights DVD. Damn, go on, Stutty. That you keep hold of that, mate. One day that's gonna be worth a fortune. It's like <laughs> early day faces of death. Remember that one from rotten.com. Remember rotten.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's still out there. These savage fucking internet sites that came along. Did you guys ever do stick death? Or was that just... Yeah, stick death, bro. Yeah, yeah, I love stick death, damn. Fucking hell. Yeah. Right. Okay. We weren't the only ones then. That's like Rob Zombie and Super Beast. Yeah, fucking. man, Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking awesome doing videos. You know, Flash epic shit, man. Uh, yeah, we yeah, still, like, when I was in grade six, man, we, had, we just got the internet on our shitty... I think there were Sun Microsystem computers with, oh like, a 14-inch monitor. The tiny little things with the little tiny square. Anyway, we were stoked because, of course, they're computers and we never had computers before. Um, fuck, I'm pretty old, eh? Jesus Christ. Was that dial-up, TJ? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely dial-up. But yeah, one of the, we went to two websites majorly. Stick death and then farts.com because we thought farts were fucking awesome, too. There was a website where there's thousands of different farts. And you just <laughs> click on all the different. It was a soundboard for farts, basically. I remember. Yeah, man. So. There were some right sloppy ones on there as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we lost our shit. The fucking teachers hated it too. It's just shit coming out of the speakers. But then it was all unmonitored. Was no you had fucking... to wait like three and a half minutes for the fucking thing to download. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! In the nineties and the two, yeah, that was the nineties, I guess. The late 90s. <laughs> that bloody bar that come along your screen. Yeah, come on, everybody in the chat there. Oh, what was your uh, most yes. memorable early days of the internet moments? 
AOL, you know, AOL, AOL online, MySpace, <laughs> all them fucking CDs that used to come with every pissing magazine of the time that tried to get you to sign up to the internet. There was yeah. thousands of them. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. The, the, the father-in-law used to deliver magazines for a flipping living and he'd always end up with a band full of flipping CDs at the end of the month. So we'd, we'd busy, take busy. them all down a tip. <laughs> Uh, Yahoo chat, that's a good one too. Mr. West, fucking Remember, like the first chat room, breathe.com. Remember that one? That was like early days, man. I could get back in that shit. Early yeah, days, AOL, man. Uh, yeah, AOL was, yeah, chat. Fuck. That was, that was uh, basically when AOL first started out, was, was just chat rooms. Yeah, man. Okay, back, back in the day, BBS days. BBS boards, man, bulletin boards all over the shop. Yeah, sure. That was great. That was. That was before my time. Yeah, but, uh, I read about it. You know. That's right, man. <laughs> you just read the history. We lived it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there used to be a guy I worked with, and he used to be able to get porn on DVD, and he used yeah. to sell it to people at work. Just sell porn out to people on DVD. It's a bit of a shady living to make. Well, side living, I suppose. I used to do it. Cool. But still, you know, now it's just easily available on your phone. Anywhere. Think about that poor guy. Now he ain't got his side living. Where's his side hustle going? He's probably he got money. Porn. <laughs> he probably owns Pornhub. That's right. <laughs> he figured out how to stream it now. It's crazy oh. the technology we've got now, man. It's crazy shit. Napster. Oh, Napster. Gosh, Napster. Napster Livewire. Was it Limewire? Limewire. Limewire. Yeah. Limewire yeah. Man, Napster man. was like. The first, but yeah, LimeWire and Kazaa or Kazaa. That's viruses yeah, everywhere yeah. and that stuff, man. That was crazy. Yeah, that was, that was the music one, weren't it? Mm. Most of my music oh, actually I that I have. We got Kazaa, you can get that. anything on it, really. Yeah, yeah. I used to download fucking uh, yeah, software yeah. and mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta be real I, careful, though. Yeah, most yeah. of it's gonna be infected and some of it could be clean, but some a lot of it was just Trojan. Remember Snake? Remember? Remember Snake? <laughs> Remember Demonoid? Demonoid was the bitch. That snake on the on the Nokia's man. Remember you sit there for hours playing Snake. Mm-mm. That little green screen with the black dots just going no. round and round and round. Snake was the shit, man. Snake was boring, man. Nah, it wasn't. Uh, snake was. Oh, I'd love playing Snake. I wish I still had one Nokia so I could play Snake sometimes. Yeah, I've got about six of them. Do you want one? Yeah, you do, do you think you'll charge? Yeah, of course you'll fucking charge. I'll get one to charge. I've got charges as well. <laughs> Damn. Gonna have to give it a shot and see if snakes on there. And, and then if you've got them all. I'm gonna fucking you. there's a guy on on one of the YouTube videos out there that completed snake, bro. <laughs> That's just a screen full of fucking blocks, man. Yeah, he just like he goes around the whole screen, collects everything, he's like just chasing around his whole snake to collect the last one, and then there's no space left on the screen, full screen, complete snake. Wow. Uh, he, he's been practicing every day since fucking 1995 to, <laughs> to get to that level, you know. I have a 3210i. Well, what's with the i? Is that like the start of the iPhone? <laughs> it sort of ruins it that does putting the i on the end. Taints it a little, you know. Tetris. Tetris, man. I'm still on about Bomberman and Bubble Bubble from last time, Richard. Man, yeah, bubble, we need bubble, to bubble. Yeah, man. man. I used to play that on normal Nintendo at like one of my friends' grandma's house all the time. We we 
microwaved chicken strips and fries. Just a disgusting fucking thing. They, never, <laughs> they were floppy and rubbery and they never were really crumbs. They still haven't given a fuck because they just want to play some bubble bottle. I know the bubble bubble world champion. Ha ha. Microwave that shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Vinegar all over is disgusting. There's a bubble bubble world champion. Yeah. I hope that guy's not listening. I, I did like your grandma. He doesn't know. He doesn't know it's me here. But right. he, he doesn't smoke weed, so he's probably not listening. Oh, not that. I mean, my buddy who I just shit all over his microwave. Oh right, okay, fingers. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are fucking disgusting. Don't microwave chicken fingers. Damn, this is anyway. why I don't cook, man. I just because that would be me, just fucking microwave some chicken. Fucking yeah, that's yeah. grown up in the nineties, man. <laughs> Semi fucking broke and shit. You just yeah, you just like. What do we got? In yeah. the you just scoop something up and see what yeah. there is that will nourish us. <laughs> <laughs> it's always just full boxes full of shit. We've eaten all the cereal. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. As long as it tastes good. And, yeah. Yeah. As long as it will get you through another couple of hours of bubble bowl. <laughs> Drink a lot of pop too, man. Like so much. Like President's Choice Cola too. Not like brand name shit, but like off brand. It was good still, you know, but it was cheap. So, no, it was like Ricky and Trailer Park Boys. So we had the best of both worlds, you know. We had outside to play with, and we had games. Yeah, yeah, very, <laughs> but, the, the but games, not too right? much. <laughs> yeah, the games back then weren't—they didn't require you to to basically commit your life to them like they fucking do now. That was a different. You could play Mario and get through the whole game in an mm-hmm. afternoon if you're mm-hmm. good enough, and then go biking with your buddies that night. Yeah. Know? Now it's like, well, I got a raid scheduled in World of Warcraft. There's gonna be thirty guys if I fucking die the whole I can complete blah, blah, blah. I can like, complete Alex Kid oh, in man. Enchanted Castle in nine minutes and forty five seconds, bro. Yeah. That's all it takes. Shit's uh, like I don't know. <laughs> Earthworm Jim. Classic. Yeah. Jungle strike and desert strike. Remember them helicopter games? Yeah. Classic shit, man. Gunship. Gunship two thousand. Tag wars. I wish I could play tag wars on this computer. Yeah. Or scorched earth. Whatever was your pleasure. I don't give a fuck. I like both. The new tank games are pretty shit. You, they're all full of flipping in-game buying things and mm-hmm. yeah. like everything like, is now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And you've no, got all them people like... with the massive tanks and all the additions and everything. They just shoot you once and you're gone. <laughs> yeah, now just give me a screen with like some pixelated mountains that we're all sitting on, and I'll pick all the twangers because they're the medium difficulty computer guys, and then I'll fucking nuke them all and shoot the big dirt bombs out of them shit, like. <laughs> That old game, you know, there was no graphics. It was just block squares of green mm-hmm. or whatever your color of tank was. <laughs> but, oh, I love that shit. Man. You have to use your imagination graphics. more, man, you know? Yeah, really. So much fun. I miss them games. I don't play many yeah. games nowadays. I play Beat Saber because it's fucking cool. But that's yeah. it. Well, there's, there's good games now, but they're like, I'm really glad I, I'm as old and grew up when I did. I'll, I'll just say mm-hmm. that, so. I think games nowadays are like movies where you take part in particular scenes. Mm-hmm. They really are. And that's cool, too. Like, I, I really do. I get immersed in games like Skyrim and, like, other games. Doom was a, like, it's a really uh, immersive, you know, if you actually play through the storyline and stuff, it's, mm. it's fucking like a movie. It scares the shit out of me. So, like, uh, <laughs> Resident Evil and those kind of survival horror type stuff. But The new Resident Evil out now, isn't it? Uh, a new one being released, I think. It looks super good. Yeah, they're they're great. Man. I like the story. Zombies are zombies never get old. 
Mm-hmm. That new movie out on Netflix, has anybody seen it yet? So, yeah, you probably have. Like, Army of the Dead, is it a movie? Is it a TV the new show? one. Yeah. The, yeah, this the 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 oh shit, Jed, whatever his name is, uh, Max Cinder version. It's actually quite good, and I ain't even a flipping zombie fan. Cool, I Your watched name. it and I thought, yes, this is a good film. <laughs> Husky said it's shit. Oh well, I've heard like, both. Not, yeah, not I everybody, heard it's Husky might good, be into and... zombie films though, and it's not so much a zombie film. It's more of a storyline film, and it's a bit like different. Is it funny, or is it drama, or uh, like it's like bits, I like Evil Dead, but I also like the actual zombie. Some bits are quite too. funny. So or is I don't know if you Evil Dead is comedy. Zombie. I don't think. Yeah. No, Michelle Crossman just subscribed. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. I wonder if she's related to Richard Crossman. <laughs> she might be his wife. Whoa. She's been in the chat already, Mackie. Where have you been? I'm only joking, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe she should consider growing some plants too. <laughs> yes, in Twisted's tent. Ah, no, she did uh, buy it. <laughs> Twisted said that he's going to get another one. So. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Don't let her take your space, Twisted, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, sign up to Persis as well. Don't, don't forget to sign yeah. up to Persis. You're welcome yeah. to come and join us. That's Twisted first, though. Make sure Twisted is cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have arguments with my wife on the chat, bro. <laughs> I said Bobo Hayes. No, I want Pink Kush. No, I want Bobo Hayes. Yeah, but I want Pink Kush. That's how it will go down, yeah. won't it? <laughs> Pink Kush. That's a good one. That's actually one of my go-to fucking stomach strain. I actually have some of that, too. Mm. That I should grow soon. I haven't, I've not grown that one yet. I've grown purple Kush and I've grown violet Kush, but not pink. Well, pink. I have the Barney's version, which I don't think is real. Mm-hmm. There's a Tom Ford version that floats around these parts of Canada. I'm not sure if it's a clone only or I think mm-hmm. it must be seeds because one of the there's a few LPs apparently that have it called mm-hmm. Tom Ford Pink Kush. Uh, but that stuff is, the, as far as I know, the, the real quote unquote pink. It's it's a really nice like it's very knobby I find but fuck is it like like it's gassy but sweet and oh it's a beautiful beautiful smoke if you get the right shit yeah but I mean see that bass one bass one fuck again (laughs) but that's how you say bass guitar in it (laughs) bass guitar is double S right so. Well, it's English language with you know two meanings to one word. Yeah, man. So See you later, bases, man. Base is B A S E or B A S I think he's going to add another S to that at some point. Bases is 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 man. Did you change it? Yeah. Bass man. F-F-S. No, honestly, <laughs> honestly, you just might as well just change it to Baseman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's over now, mate. It, it's all sorted. But then we'll fucking be like... Then he'll call we'll, me we'll, Bassman. Oh, yeah, he'll be done then. We'll call you Bassman. Yeah. Be sweet. Can we phonetically yes. spell it? <laughs> <Bassman. laughs> when is that R-S-P? What is it called? Rock, paper, scissors, scissors. More initials thing. 
it's yes. up on it's up on the site now for people to enter. I don't think he's announced a start date on it yet. Oh, no, no start date announced yet. No, but we've only had a few people enter it, and yeah. we do need. I mean, it was a lot more people. fun last last time. We had what about uh, must have been about thirty or forty entries in it, and it was fun. We had a lot of people yeah. involved in Be that. Creative for the pictures one. to represent your shit too. You, know? you can especially when everybody kept getting the same shit. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna try and make a few improvements to that, but yeah, it's, it was fun. It was good fun last time. Maybe with five options, it'll it's well statistically it's less likely for them to choose the same, but yeah, it is. You know, you're fucking, guaranteed to still happen, though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, the way of the universe is gonna be like, no, it's gonna be the same again. Yeah, yeah. Stoners look. Everybody's Should be good. Picking Spock. The hardest part would be for stoners to understand the different rules. You know. Well, what this is Spock paper, do to, Spock, Spock does what to paper now? <laughs> and there's other Vulcans in Spock, too. What does Scissors oh. do to Spock? Is Stabs him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, really, what does Scissors do to Spock? I don't, I'd have to look it up. Exactly. Gibby's gone now. He's the only one that knows the rules. Well, it's up Spock on the is... site. But, I mean, I guess I could navigate over there. So it's not just like one thing does you know, either loses to one other thing and wins against. There's multiple things. Things. <laughs> yeah, still time to get in there. In there, Stutty. If you haven't signed up, yeah, mate. Yeah, we haven't started it. We only got a few so far. Just get involved. It's in the the competition section. I assume. Is it there? It should be. Yeah, it should be. Unless you started it. In oh, I, got it. <laughs> I was I was reading it earlier on today. As it goes, so yeah. Okay. Um, Scissor Spock breaks scissors. Huh? Well, because like Spock, if, if you make a Vulcan sign, right, he's got two blades on each side. So oh, okay. scissors are stronger. Yeah. So what does Rock do to Spock? Um, oh, Spock just completely mentally destroys Rock. <laughs> How's <laughs> so what kills vaporizes? Spock? Paper disproves Spock and lizard poisons Spock. <laughs> <laughs> okay so what uh, does the paper do to the lizard yeah um well you you do realize that this is <laughs> this is done much better on youtube uh under the <laughs> and anyway okay paper does to what now what does paper do to what uh i, I don't lizard. know lizard, Li lizard eats paper okay right. lizard eats okay. paper uh scissors stabs lizard so, you know, okay. Rock crushes lizard. And, and no, lizard, hold lizard on. poison Spock. Moto dragon and a small rock? Like no, I don't get that. Because how can you have rock squashes lizard, right? But Spock can't squash the lizard. Because a lizard Spock poisons quicker. Spock. Lizard poisons Spock. Spock didn't notice the rock. <laughs> yeah, but if the, if the lizard's running at Spock, right? Yeah. And Spock squishes it before it poisons him. I'm confused. Uh, I don't like games like this. They mess with my... my All right. My scissors, just, just follow this, okay? And you'll understand everything. Scissors cuts paper. Paper covers rock. Rock crushes lizard. Lizard poisons Spock. Spock smashes scissors. Scissors decapitates lizard. Lizard eats paper. Paper disproves Spock. Spock vaporizes rock. And rock crushes scissors. Done. Oh, right. got it down. Done. Yeah. Easy. Got everybody, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be okay, straight so enough to even read that, man. So Spock wins everything. 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not really. A lizard kills a Spock and a paper disproves a Spock. So, yes, Spock, everything can lose to two things and, and right. win against two things. That's the way it's rigged. So the odds of winning and losing are the same. But drawing uh, a lot less. Like, but it's a lot. Yeah, a lot less draws that will be involved in this. But, right. but he does have this is posted up on the thread. It's the first post he put up there with the graphics showing how it all works. And, and he should have put and I'll, I'll maybe I'll add the YouTube video to it. OK, so get involved in a comp, everybody. Throw some seats in there. Some, uh, <laughs> some other stuff It's a complex one, but I'm sure it's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll try to make it fun and we'll get some, like I said, real good prizes up in there. I think the, the, the biggest pride for me is having the fun doing it. I like, I enjoy this. <laughs> Get Richard Gear and Chubble instead of Spock and Lizard. <laughs> Richard yeah, we all know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Uh, An officer, a gentleman, and something else. A turpy. A turpy, <laughs> yes. An oh, officer X. and a turpy. We're <laughs> <laughs> back there again. Top terpene. Uh, shit, man, an officer and a gerbil. The terpenes. <laughs> terpenes of Wall Street. But if you just put the word terpenes up there, that could be aliens. It that could. could be goonies. I mean, there's a lot of 2001. Mm, true. <laughs> and then Stutty randomly out of nowhere. I don't think he gets what we're doing here. Journey to the center of the anus. We're replacing a word with terpene here. Hang on a minute. <laughs> How did, did you get to the center of the anus? <laughs> Maybe he typed <laughs> terpene, but his phone <laughs> auto corrected him to anus. <laughs> what have you been looking up, Stutty? Exactly. What's in your dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> Has there been changes to the UK guidelines recently? To what? I think there's been changes to the UK cannabis guidelines recently. You know how nine was cultivation and uh, commercial cultivation. I think they've dropped it down to seven now. Oh, yeah, apparently so. Yeah. 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 Mm. They can fuck off anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can drop it down to one if they want to. It ain't changing. Mm. <laughs> Stupidness, man. Shall be guaranteed free of specified risk materials, including. The skull, brain, trigeminal ganglia, which are the nerves attached to the brain, the eyes, the tonsils, spinal cord, and the dorsal root ganglia. <laughs> wow. So that's wow. not in my bone meal if it's Omri approved here in Canada. Oh, that's good yeah. to know. I don't want eyeballs in my bone meal. Probably. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> eyeballs could be good. You might be able to see the roots better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, well, yeah, this is... This is actually really good. It's a, it's just a manual of like what is required to classify something organic according to this criteria. The OMRI. O M R I. You guys have that over in the Europe or no. UK? So I think so. Well, it's just it's a maybe a North American thing, but yeah, it's a certification body that you pay for. Oh, you got lots of certification bodies. You like in Canada? <clears throat> yeah, but this one, you know, they they basically just have a criteria that says you have to farm or make your product under specified practices that don't hurt the environment and don't use certain yeah, yeah. things to make them blah 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 and this actually goes deep into it like if you want to like if i wanted to sell my compost and i wanted the certification this is it says must not if it's made from animal manures it has to be 55 degrees or higher for a period of four consecutive days like that kind of shit yeah, yeah. so that's interesting to me yeah chelates chlorine okay <laughs> read this top top Turp wolf, turp nail, and I, terpene hunter. Well, terpy potter and the philosopher's terp. 
and naked terpene, terpene ranges, decent terpene, really good terp storming oil. Uh, what's wrong? What's wrong with are you? Are you people are smoking drugs. <laughs> homegrown drugs, hopefully. Indeed. Make sure you hire nice. homegrown. And come up with your best terpene movie title. As, as we <laughs> sit on here for twenty minutes saying words with terpene in it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think we. I think we have definitely terps. been smoking too much today, guys. Mm-hmm. Have we got anything <laughs> important to say? Anything no. actual? We've done all the important bits, haven't we? Any questions, anybody? Any questions? I've got a spliff here, so let me just roll this. I've got one of them too. Yeah. Like this. A bunch of melted so fucking oil somewhere here. It's too oh, hot up here. Cough coming. Fuck. Yeah, mate. What's a terpene? Oh, right. What is a terpene? Nice question, Husky. Why we, we do always talk about terpenes. People might not know what they are. Is that, is that a movie reference? <laughs> yeah, is that, is that a movie or you're asking a question, bro? Yeah, if you put in a question in chat, you have to put Q before it so we know what's going on. <laughs> well, I mean, we oh, yeah, Chilbert had one there, which I completely fucking forgot about. Thank you there, Chilbert. Um, do all cannabis plants have the potential to hurt? TG, this your uh, kind of area, man. Most probably do, because most, in my opinion, are not of the ultra-stabilized lines. But mm. if you work a line for years and years and just basically just fucking, you know, hurt it, put it in bondage and just do everything to it. And I mean, if it doesn't hurt then and you make seeds with it, it can be assumed that you should be safe because if you've tested all the possible scenarios and it didn't do it. Then. But that, that said, you know, I don't think anything's a guarantee. So you can get really fucking stable, I think. But, you know, maybe there's always chance that one environment that they were testing it in, they didn't test it in every environment in the world that it's going to be grown in. So who knows, you know? Or did that one seed get a mutation in or something like that? Or Yeah, yeah. It could be anything yeah. really, so. I just, I don't if like. If you buy good genetics, it's less yeah. likely. It's hard to say never sure. in the teach. Yeah, exactly. I don't like to say anything for sure, especially when it comes to like, Cannabis like, seeds yeah. because it is a bit clandestine at this point still, right? I mean, there's lots of good people doing lots of good work for many, many years, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, unless you get those seeds, there's a lot of other seeds out there that you know, chuckers just fucking throw, and it's easy to make seeds, but not easy to make good seeds, also, mm-hmm. basically. So, and then, yeah. um, who's that one from? From Husky, what is a terpene? Let's quickly cover that one. So that's, that's like where the smell and the flavor comes from. On It's not just cannabis that has terpenes. Lots of things yeah. has terpenes. It's what gives the orange, the smell and the flavor. And oh, Is it flavonoids as well that give flavor or flavonoids mm. separate things? The terpenes do the both flavonoids are a specific flavor. The terpenes are more um, olfactory. You know, you're, you're, you resense them as, as flavor, but it's actually smells that we're actually translating into flavor. We're not actually tasting it on our tongues. We're, we're smelling it in, a, in our sinuses. Right. Okay. Um, no, there, you're right. Though cannabis is, it produces them, but lots like, I mean, lavender, um, lilac outside that's flowering in my backyard is just loaded with terps. Certain pine trees. <laughs> yes, pining. I mean, they're basically. Like, I'm on Wikipedia here, and basically, they're a class of natural products consisting of the compounds with a specific formula C5, H8, and then whatever else, depending on what terpene you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically, they're just plant compounds that smell. Um, and they are used like for for I guess various reasons. Um, they they're the building blocks of other compounds that the plant will make. So terpenes turn into other stuff in their in their biochemistry, um, as well as uh, 
you know, some, some are a form of defense, I guess, because uh, certain terpenes are offensive uh, mm. or smell, those kinds of things. Right. So, but oh. yeah, they're the, they're the smell part of the plant basically. And they can have different medicinal properties, each one as well. They do. Yeah. That's right there. Like the, uh, the limonene is really commonly known to, you know, give you energy, pep you up, give you a sense of well-being feeling and things like that. That's why those lemon strains, those hay strains give you that little yeah. bit more kick. Well, let's do that next week on Grow Guys because we haven't done terpenes. We'll go well, through we terpenes next week. We'll, we'll go through the top sure. 10. Now, those terpenes are interesting, though, Tej, because, I mean, going to dispensaries, uh, I've, I've experimented with the cartridges on the vape pens a little bit, and you uh, used to you could get three different levels of them. You can get basically distillate with terpenes added back, or you can get mm -hmm. distillate with cannabis-derived terpenes added back, or you can mm -hmm. get, like, live resin, which comes everything all in one shot with the natural right. terpenes in it. Because the terpenes haven't been boiled out. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but I found a huge difference in uh, na native terpenes versus something they've added. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. You know, I work in distillation and one of the parts of the process we do, the first flask swap, right? The product, there's no product until the, like the third step, essentially, or um, just uh, to use that terminology. But the first step is all the volatile compounds, which terpenes are. Right. They boil at a generally a fairly low temperature compared to THC and CBD and these other compounds. So one of my favorite parts of my job is pulling off that first flask and I am smelling it because mm. you get so, because it's so concentrated, obviously there's like half a liter of liquid, mm. which is mm. just pure terpenes, right? And some, a little bit of ethanol too, but mostly terpenes and other really volatiles. And it smells like mango, pineapple, just gorgeous. Um, but we throw it away because it's, you know, effectively it's waste and it would be a lot of work to actually isolate those. But I wanted to turn my camera on to show you this. This little unit here is apparently, I don't know what terpene it is, but it's pure terpenes. But the idea is you cut off the top of it and you squeeze it onto like a paper towel or something the and you sniff fuck? it and it gets into your, you know, whatever bloodstream, you and you smoke your weed and then it does the entourage effect, right? Just kind of like you were talking about by reinvigorating your yeah. distillate. How much one of them set you back there then, TG? How much is that? Nothing. Well, this was a tester given to me by my buddy. A tester? I was going to bring them in, and I was like, these don't work at all because, <laughs> you know, they don't. It's, it smells okay. It smells kind of weird. I don't know, to be honest. But uh, yeah, the question terpenes is, are really you know, interesting. Where, did, yeah. where were those terpenes derived and, you know, and all that yeah. good stuff? So. Mm -hmm. but if, yeah, that's yeah. the biggest complaint I would have with those different vape cartridges because, yeah, you could get one that, that's, uh, okay, supposedly sativa, meaning that, okay, the THC was derived, distillate was derived from sativa plants. Okay, I get that. And then they're going to go ahead and flavor it and name it mimosa because they added you know, orange and lemon back into it to give it that flavor. But gosh, it was so harsh. It made you just yeah. cough like everything else. It was, you know, it was and ridiculous. That's, that's because the distillate, regardless of whether it comes from a haze or it comes from purple kush or it comes from the dankest Afghanica that you'll find, you know, in the mountains of Pakistan, um, the THC is THC. Distillate mm -hmm. is distillate, you know, when it gets up to 80% and you, and if you're doing it correctly and pulling out all that other shit that makes weed individual and you're just isolating the, the primary cannabinoids um, and getting rid of the terpene, the terpenes and the flavonoids and, the, and those are actually what make different cannabis different, really. It's, it's a chemical profile and it's why purple kush smells different than OG kush than smells different to gorilla glue, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you get THC and CBD from all of them, but... 
the the combinations of those other lesser compounds because terpenes usually you don't get more than four five six percent if, if um, you're lucky yeah. Weight. yeah yeah mm. if you're lucky that's a that's a really dank and loud stuff right yeah so um they're very important and very small um amounts i guess and mm -hmm. but yeah when you get into distillate though all you're doing is you're ripping all of that away and you're just concentrating distillate. and then yeah like you said you add in something that makes it taste like mimosa should <laughs> which is yeah, and who and who, whose judgment was that and which batch of mimosa was this and there's, there's so much so many yeah. questions i have about that it's, that's just branding at that it is it is and that's basically the stuff you know i live in an illegal state unfortunately and the stuff that the kids are buying on the street these pens that's what they're mm -hmm. getting is you know this distillate or you know, i mean shitty distillate i mean stuff that yeah uh, you shouldn't be smoking or dealing with and it's just what any flavoring they can find to add it back in and call it wedding cake because they put a little almond in it or something, you know? We have it here in the illegal market too, or the illicit black market, whatever you want to call it, but they don't lie and say it's mimosa. They just say peach flavor or vanilla flavor or right. root beer flavor or something mm -hmm. like that, which yeah. is, I think, acceptable. It's still going on with this movie thing in the chat here. All these uh, fucking epic creativity, everybody. One flew over the terpenes nest. Yeah. I got one. I got one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right, Mary, Mary Shelley's uh, turp. Oh, oh man, turpentine. No turpentine, because that's an actual shit, like a, a chemical which you clean shit with or something. What's turp? Turpentine to break down paint, right? Yeah. Mary Shelley's turpentine. That's like shitty gasoline. It's derived from resin of, of pine trees down here. Turpentine. Right. Yeah, you're right. The last turpentine. It's an old chemical. <laughs> it used to be harvested widely down through the through the uh, deep south. Yeah. We used to use it to get when we went camping. We'd take some and you could rip the pine sap off of your hands with it. Yeah, well, it's, All right. it's a, that's what it is. It's, it's, solvent, it's right? pine, pine, yeah, uh, yeah. pine sap distillate, basically. Like an oily solvent, isn't it? Good shit. It's about like kerosene as far as consistency and and, and, and flammability. Very yeah. similar. Because, you know, we used to use turpentine back in the days when we couldn't get kerosene during hurricanes. It would go in, it would go in kerosene lamps sometimes. Yeah. Or it smells horrible, and it puts off loads of black smoke. It does, but if you need light, you need light. It's true, yeah. Yeah, but now we have fancy distillates and things that we can put in there and don't do all that smoke and stuff. Well, back in the day, you never know. Yeah, man, Grandma terpenes. Said, the you put what you had. Still oh. confusing shit. There's so much to terpenes, man. Terpen, that's basically, yeah, you're exactly right. It's distillate, and but instead of cannabis distillate, it's pine resin distillate, but it's the exact same shit. What, mm -hmm. oh, terpene? Oh. No, turpentine. Terpentine. terpentine. Well, it's just from pine instead. It's just terpenes from pine, is it? Yeah, like it's, pine resin. No way. Input instead of cannabis extracted resin through ethanol. Or yeah, hmm. it's basically heat distillate. Distillation. You boil of resin it off and, and condense it, and yeah. Yeah. Cool. We went to really smelly as fuck. Living museum that was made, used to, that made it in small volumes so the kids could see it being done. I know serpentine. That's a really cool mineral that uh, olivine turns into in the presence of uh, yeah. conditions, I believe. Olivine uh, is a meteorite fragment or something, isn't it? Speaking of rocks and shit, uh, what's going on with that Oak Island, man? Any money been found yet? <laughs> yeah, what would they no. find? Uh, yeah, they found two or three coins. You know, <clears throat> They found an Asian coin. They found... Uh, what is it? A RFID Spanish, and they found yeah. a couple, a couple of, of British coppers. 
I think. But nothing, no, nothing big, like no, no silver or gold coins or nothing like that. Found a big hole full of uh, silver dissolved, uh, like atoms in the water. Yeah, if you want it and, back, you're gonna have to distill it out the water. Yeah, you might, you, <laughs> your scientist man says it's it's a truckload of silver, not a little pile of silver. So now they're gonna dig a fuck off big hole. You think they're gonna go mm. to the big holes? Um, oh god, yeah, they've got to. They've got to do that. They've got okay, to send one of their divers down there. One of the things that they, that they had talked about doing was doing the multi uh, using the eight foot coffers. And basically ringing them around using the yeah, coffers yeah. like 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 a sheet pile dam, and then that's even excavating the center of that after they got everything in there, as one one part of the big dig. I heard that that theory thrown around. Then I just heard scattering the eight footers, then the free freezing the earth and digging thing. So what do you think? Which which way do you think that they're going to go about it? Then? Uh, well, I can't. I, I don't think they're going to dig a big hole because your man did that back in the seventies, didn't he? Um, yeah, and, or the '60s or the '50s or whatever it was, and totally destroyed everything. But he didn't so, uh, have it all cordoned off properly, so it basically no. collapsed upon itself. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that would be a massive undertaking, wouldn't it be? It would. They're a bit more scientific yeah. in their flipping, like what suits. So they're not just going there and get the diggers out and dig big holes, are they? So yeah, I reckon that the maybe the coffer dam might be a, a what's it? They're already putting that up somewhere, aren't they? Um, for the, for the ship thing. <laughs> Yeah, the, the 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 anomaly in the swamp. Oh shit! What did uh oh suck me sideways? You said um, oh, if I remember sorry. right, I think it was something about passive intake. What size should what size should his passive intake be? I think is that right? Suck me sideways. Yeah, it was actually right. Yeah. It yeah. If so, what size is your um is your tent and shit like that? What what size is your outtake as well? Yes. What size extractor you put on that? Uh, four inch AC Infinity. Is extraction is it, uh, and if it's, a, it's in a grow tent, I assume as well. So, just using the, the vents on the side, you usually find yeah. for that four inch extraction. Yeah. Just use some ducting so you can put it in a dark place so just to try and avoid light leaks. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Have, have, have you got like legality issues as Sorry. well, Mr. Suck Me Sideways? Have you got like carbon filters and shit on you? What's it because you still need your, your negative pressure on your tent for them to work properly? It's in the fridge. Ah, oh, nice. I remember this. Okay. So you can use uh, back pressure is not a problem if it's in the fridge. So what would you suggest? Well, if it's only a four oh. inch, you only need you only need to like mimic your extract to get the right amount of air in. Mm-hmm. If you go bigger, you're not going to pull any more air in. You're only at the mercy of your four inch in, like extract anyway. So four inch is good enough. Yeah, I think it was smaller holes with like a few two inch holes around the place might be better. Yeah, to get more of it even in there. Oh, it's swirl kind of the air Pulling from yeah. different places. Yeah, yeah. But Rather they generally don't big. tend to do that. Air tends to pull in from the easiest Control place. the floor. Good plan. Yeah, good good plan during the floor because that can be for drainage as well. But it's light leaks again. Be careful of light getting into there when mm-hmm. it's not supposed to. If you drill the floor, make sure they're big enough holes else you'll create flipping noise as the air mm-hmm. goes through the holes. Yeah, yeah. That's it. More, the more... Uh, turbulence the air goes through the more noise it's going to make holes in the floor would be a good idea because it would pull your air over your plants then mm-hmm. and I mean I'm guessing the commercial fridge you're going to have like temp issues so that would probably be a good idea yeah I'm kind of yeah. thinking put put the holes at floor level in the back and it would pull the air mm. toward the front and then swirl it toward the back extractor yeah. so yeah there you go lots of, lots of little holes but like little holes inch maybe yeah 
and you may have to build some kind of a like a light baffle flap across them or something like that but it can be done easily you doesn't need to be a round hole either you know it doesn't need to be a round hole you can have like a a rectangular hole or something instead it doesn't need to be it should like be a six by nine elliptical hole at 27.2 degrees yeah as long as you can keep it dark <laughs> and, yeah. you know no light gets in there and shit then you'll a be fine slot, a, a hole anything yeah just a place for air to come through yeah man do an update this week i want to see your fridge grow bro come and show us let me show us your shit it's gonna be 420 very shortly so get your shit ready bitches oh yeah 420 4420 <laughs> oh. Not happening. Muting. Maybe it's taking seven. Let's move on to this outro. Let's do it. <laughs> I keep leaving the chat above the fucking main screen there. You see that? <laughs> Oh, that music's still playing loud. I was expecting it to fade. Hold on. Let me fade it professionally. Yes, so thanks for joining us, everybody. There we go. The, the outro of the High on Homegrown. I am exceptionally high right now. Higher than usual, yeah, I think. Ready. Nice. Ready for supper, man. Yes. Oh, I got the munchies. I got the munchies. Oh, yeah. I, want, I want to drink some That's what I want. banana milkshake, man. I think I'm going to go to McDonald's mm. get some banana milkshake, but I know I'm going to get there. I'm going to be like, Machine's broken. Oh, fuck it. They fixed it. There's something on YouTube which I encourage everybody to watch where it explains why oh, yeah, the McDonald's hack. machines are always fucking broken. And, and yeah, they did They did the some kind of a, a hack to the machine and the company sued them for it and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah crazy. That's work of a specific manufacturer who just uh-huh. makes things difficult and they make their money from the service fees, calling out the yeah. servicemen. So they make it difficult to work. And whenever it needs cleaning, it, it can it can crash and then needs to be rebooted and it takes 12 hours to clean. There used to be an alarm fitter in the UK that did this and put a, a, a 12-month timer in the alarm and after the 12 months, they'd obviously either lose power or lose something. The alarm would go off, so they'd have to phone him up and he'd come out and do all the work and charge him 100 quid. And all he'd do is just reset this timer. So yeah. the Trojan <laughs> always built in, right? <laughs> you know, another 12 months and they're getting the same phone call, aren't they? Oh, uh-huh. say. What a fucking scare, yeah. man. Dodgy bastards. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's how people make money sometimes, man. At the expense of other people. <laughs> sucks. It's like on South Park with the cable dudes rubbing their belly Ooh, buttons. Right I guess you have to live within our time constraints. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> you didn't see what I was doing there on camera. No. Yeah. You don't want to explain it though, do you? No, I do not. <laughs> I can imagine it. I and mean, you know that, that angry monkey out of family guy that constantly points. Yeah. I, ma- I imagine him like rubbing his nips. Yes. <laughs> It, it, it's it's uh, eye-opening. <laughs>
So thanks for joining us as usual, everybody. This show isn't the same without you. How you want? There's Martin. Martin's popped in. Hey, Martin. Just finished writing two lab reports. Packing up a bong hit now. Oh, oh you deserve it, yes, man. Hit that shit. So yeah, thanks Except again, everybody. Uh, we'll uh, catch you on Friday for the session. Don't forget to download the episode on Tuesday and Wednesday, and the session Friday, which I said already. And then we're back again on Sunday yes. for more cannabis news and all of that shit. And if you haven't you know how we roll. done it yet, drop by Percy, sign up, and come say hi. And hit that like button if you haven't done that yet. That's true. Don't that forget about that now. Do it now. Do it. Oh yeah. Definitely. Let me activate this tune, pal. Where's my volume level for this one? So smooth. Why well, just do this and nobody notices? Even though you're telling them you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, man. They, they can't hear me when I'm saying this. Okay. They can really. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's the, here's the outro tune. So it's time to say goodbye. Thanks again, everybody. Don't forget to hit that like button and join us on percysgrowroom.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. You see you I next week. I am not a crook. <laughs> I am not a crook. I am not a crook. I am not. <laughs> not going to do it today. Hi, yeah. everyone. Well, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you again very soon. Right. Next week. Not Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Friday, Friday, Friday. 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 Show. Goodbye. Any day of the week on Percy's Growing. That's true. We're always there. And live on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We've gone now. <laughs> <laughs> you wasted that one, Jade. That was a good one. That was a good one that as well. Good it's one like, fuck, man. Fuck. Hey, how can we record?